Welcome, everyone, to episode 370 of the Thumbstick Athletes Podcast. I'm your host, Dan. I'm Will. Corey. And joining us, yeah, I was just going to say, and joining us is Tito, a longtime listener. Uh, he's You've been on a couple episodes, too, right, Tito? Uh, I think one episode. That does one say. episode? Okay. Uh, yeah, he's joining us to be our expert, because our, our topic today is going to be Monster Hunter World. Uh, Tito put a ton of hours into it. I played briefly with Tito together online a couple days ago, I think. Um, but me and Corey were only able to get a handful of hours in, uh, and Tito put quite a few hours in the PS4 version, right? Uh, 200. 200 wow. hours on the, on the PS4 and then, uh, nice. some PC time. So I'll be interested to hear your comparisons between the two. For sure. So that's going to be our main topic. Anyone have anything they want to tease for later on in the episode? Nothing new. Oh, nope. you know what? Uh, I don't know if I'll make it this long, but if we get into what we played, I was able to try PlayStation VR for the first time, finally. And I got to play Keep Talking and Nobody Explodes in VR, nice. which was pretty fun. Awesome. Yeah. Will, anything? Not really. I got a ton of nibbly bits, but nice. that's about it. All right. Tito, anything? Uh, I've been playing a lot of um, Nino Kuni 2. Nice. Oh, yeah. Love that game. You know, um, I actually played a mobile game. I played Reigns, which I've talked about a couple weeks ago. Um, I'll 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 talk about why during nibble bits, but uh, I really enjoyed that so far. So I'll talk briefly about that. It's a mobile game, so but it's on kind of everything I think at this point. So, all right, well, let's get into Monster Hunter. Um, so Tito, Monster Hunter came out last year right for for uh ps4 and xbox one or was it early this year it was earlier this year i think it was around like february if I'm not was mistaken. it really yeah I, I thought it was why did i think it was a fall release last year maybe because i was so excited for it it's it, it's been a while because everyone yeah. was waiting for the pc okay PC version. yeah it sold uh like hotcakes too and is one of steam's top top selling games right now top played games right now so uh that's cool to see um so yeah, let's. Uh, I'll start with you, Tito, because you're uh, you're the expert. Uh, what do you what do you think of Monster Hunter World so far? Um, well, overall, I would say, and it uh, just a, a little side note is most of my time is through the PS4 version mm-hmm. of the game. I just thought I should bring that up, but I would say right now it's my lead for game of the year. Oh, wow! Okay, and I have I have a couple reasons why, which I'll go, mm-hmm. I'll get into eventually. But it's nice. a, it's excellent. It's just a lot of fun. It's just a great game. And it's cool because um, back when it came out originally, back in January or February, it was a lot of new people coming into this series. Yeah. And um, just finding out about this gem. Like, oh, it's been here the entire time, and now we're getting into it. And there's just... I think Corey said it best a while back. I remember it, it really is its own industry at this point. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Wow, I, I used to be smart. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, uh, while me and Corey didn't necessarily play Monster Hunter World, 
a lot. We spent, we both played a lot of Monster Hunter 4 Ultimate. I played a little bit of Monster Hunter 3 also. So um, we were at least familiar with, with how the game works. Uh, and one thing Corey talked about, uh, I don't think you said it on the episode, but I, I might have mentioned it. Uh, one of the things that was good for us having experience with the series before is we kind of knew what to do. Mm-hmm. Um, because the game, even though this one is is one of the more accessible ones, it's still throws a lot at you, uh, and it, uh, stuff is not necessarily easy to find. I don't think. I mean, Tito, you were you were new to the series, so I mean, how did you feel when you first started the game? Like how uh, it throws everything at you, and and stuff's kind of hard to find, and crafting, and like how did you how did you do getting all that sorted? Um, well, I'm the kind of player that if I get into a game, I'll I'll do all the YouTube videos of like finding all the little bits and details of it and it was actually kind of fun that they don't tell you these things and especially when you discover these things and you're like oh i can see how that can be really helpful or i i don't know it's just like it's just small little discoveries that just make you appreciate the game even more in terms of like wow there's this stuff too like i'm so used to these games that and i'll um i'll kind of do a little comparison about it but like a game like destiny where it just feels very a, a bit more simple mm-hmm. to the complexity of monster hunter world but there it's you learn that this game is very well thought out yeah it, that's the impression i got it's like very well thought out mm-hmm. you know where you run into a lot of problems that you have to go through with other gamers complaining about it on reddit or whatever it's like how they not how do they not run into these issues whereas um it seems like capcom you know they've been doing it for so long and they know how to they know how to make monster hunter world or they know how to make the monster hunter series at least yeah so i enjoyed it it was it was fun kind of discovering all the little little details and how how everything works yeah i uh i find myself feeling a little bit like uh like a hack when i play these games because the people who have been with the series since the start like are like oh my gosh you guys have no idea what it used to be like and how easy things are to do now and I'm still like easy. Like this is still very difficult for me. There's a lot going on. I have to do like ten different things before I can achieve the one thing I want to achieve. Um, but I mean, I like I like that part of it. Yeah, yeah. The prep, the preparation alone, going into into each battle, and not necessarily at the beginning, but as you get later on in the game, like that stuff alone, like it needs its own. Like like Tito said, like YouTube guides and 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 guides and stuff. If you if you're not familiar with how to do all that stuff, there's there's a lot there, a lot of prep that goes into into. I read a funny Steam review actually. Uh, my, it was my time with. I don't think it was Monster Hunter World, but it was one of the other Monster Hunters, and they they listed off like thirty things before they even started going into the actual like hunt. Yeah, this list of thirty things that they did. And I'm like, oh, that's that's Monster Hunter for you. Yep. So, uh, but yeah, let's uh. Real quick, Tito, let's talk about the differences between uh, if there is any PS4 and PC version. Are, are graphically better? Does it run better on one or the other? Um, sure. This this was a a topic I found a little interesting because they had pointed out when they announced the PC version, which was a lot sooner than people realized because they were like, it's coming out next week um, or like a month from now. Um but they made a point to mention that they didn't really do anything more for the PC mm-hmm. version. It's pretty much the council version just on PC. Right. And so a lot of people were upset at that news because obviously with a more powerful rig, you'd want you know better visuals and stuff like that. But um, I don't know about you, but in, 
overall just playing the PC version, it runs well on yeah. my machine. And I have a pretty old processor. I've updated the GPU a few times. I have an i5 2500K Sandy Bridge. Oh, okay. um, so I'm, right, I'm right about where you are. I've got the i7 2600. Yeah, yeah. Right, right and there. It, it's, it's pretty old. <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's about five, six years old at this point. Yeah, but, um, yeah. I mean, I've been able to play most of my games, and I'm the kind of person that I'm not going to update until it starts to run like crap. Yeah, um, I but um but the it's it's pretty much the console version and what i found interesting is i i watched a digital foundry youtube video of doing a comparison and people have been finding this out about the game is not only is it not anything better on the pc version but um it apparently doesn't use a lot of your gpu it's like very cpu heavy Mm. and and because Capcom had to learn how to do this. Like, they're, they mentioned, like, this is kind of new for us, like, porting this over to PC. And that's why yeah. I feel like so much time it, it took to get to the PC version to, to release. And you can kind of see why, because they found when they were doing tests, like, some of the options don't do anything. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Ultra wide doesn't work. It's it, it like they have the option to have the ultra wide resolution, but it's still got the black bars on the side, like a like the normal nineteen twenty by ten eighty. So, that's, uh, yeah, perfect. They, they also found that like turning off, um, like there's one or two settings that if you turn off, you would think you'd get improved performance, but actually degrades performance. <laughs> funny enough, funny enough. Um, so wow. some people are kind of upset about that, and I can kind of see it. But overall, the game runs pretty well you know um there's no like 4k textures or anything but i'm fine with that i really just wanted a version of the game that runs at 60 frames per second which i get so yep yeah me too and uh Corey talked about that uh when he i think he was talking to us about it but yeah like i even just set the the graphics with my nvidia um the game thing that sets all the graphic settings for you. I had it set like, uh, so it, it runs smoothly and it runs great and it looks great. Like I was very surprised. I don't, I might've gotten one or two brief frame rate drops, but it, it runs super smooth. Like I said, my, my, it doesn't do the ultra wide, which is a little bit frustrating, but maybe eventually. Are you playing with controller? Yes. I have not tried the keyboard and mouse with it. I'm a little afraid to. With that type of game, I generally like to use the controller. So yeah, I can't see how keyboard and mouse would be more beneficial. And I feel yeah. like most most people are just sticking with their controllers. Yeah, for the game, it just yeah. seems way more convenient. And it's it's seamless, you know. It just yeah, you know, just seems like it runs better or flows better that way. Corey, let's hear your thoughts so far on Monster Hunter World. I love it. You love it. Me too. I really do. It's uh, it's not as addicting as other games, and I think part of that is because a hunt takes so long sometimes that you could do like a half-hour hunt, and then by the time you get back and get all your equipment upgraded and your item box situated and everything organized, you kind of feel like you accomplished quite a bit. So uh, I have an easy time putting it down, but that's not necessarily a bad thing um, because I tend to gravitate towards games that I'm addicted to probably because that's what addiction is. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but um, yeah, no, this one's easy to put down. It, it's very familiar, uh, as you said before, Dan, to ultimate right on the. Yeah, 3DS. Monster Hunter 4 ultimate. Yep. Um, so it was a little bit like riding a bike, but it's nice to have it in like 
in front of me on a big monitor, uh, looking nice, running nice. Um, there are some quality of life improvements. I don't know. It's I haven't really played enough of it to sort of separate out everything I know about Monster Hunter in this game as opposed to uh, Ultimate. Yeah. So I don't have too many specific thoughts to this game. Um, I've I've got a couple because I tried the Monster Hunter Generations demo on Switch earlier today. Okay. Uh, so that's that's like the old style of the game. So I I wanted to have that to because I didn't remember much about Monster Hunter Four other than like that I used the the battle horn as my weapon and I kind of remembered how to use that. But uh, yeah, it's one of the things is the the zones. Like when you go into a hunting zone, it's very clearly separated mm-hmm. uh and you even have to like go and like load when you're switching areas it's a very small area then you switch to another and you know it, it's broken up very easily oh, that's right i forgot about monster that. hunter world everything is together yeah uh, and, and like i got lost a couple times i played with tito uh like i said two nights ago and i got lost when he, he we i don't remember what we were fighting uh, it but was I a great jagras yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah great jagras that's what it was and I could not find what where where he went. It took me like probably two or three minutes to to get caught up. But yeah, everything's together. It looks a lot better, and it, it feels more natural to to have that. Um, but yeah, I definitely definitely got a little confused there. I like the uh, the now that I'm thinking about it, the addition of the scout flies. I don't think that was a no, part that's, of that's a new thing. And yeah. actually, there's a mod to turn that off because longtime uh, monster hunters <laughs> there don't, you go. Care, don't care for the easy mode of the, <laughs> the scout flies. There you go. I, I like them, too, because they kind of highlight stuff on the map. And, uh, yeah, they go to, like, footprints that you might not necessarily uh, have seen yeah. um, in your wanderings. Um, yeah. Yeah. I like that, too. It's just a clever way to have the quest trail or what? what is, what is it normally called? Yeah. Yeah, like West, the quest trail. Quest marker or whatever. Yeah. Feels so, more yeah. natural. Uh Tito, I know you're gonna try a variety of the different weapons. You wanna you wanna talk about that a little bit? What what did you start with, first of all, when you um when, so when I first started Monster Underworld, I uh gravitated toward the insect glaive. Mm-hmm. Um and that weapon is really cool. Um so there's fourteen weapons overall. And I think the coolest thing with Monster Hunter is that they're not there's a lot of um, depth to each weapon. It's not just a simple like here's what all you need to know and there you go. There's always like a few uh, like one or two things that uh, layers to to each weapon that if you're not using, you could still be dealing damage, but not the most efficient way or not the most damage that you could be doing. Um, so learning like the complexities of each weapon. Um, so I'll just go over like. The, the 14 different ones um or at least what they're they're labeled as there's the great sword mm-hmm. there's a long sword sword and shield uh the dual blades like if you if you want to be a rogue you can use dual blades uh hammer uh the hunting horn in monster yeah Hunter, which is what you're using right that's me Corey, yeah Corey, what are you playing with i'm using the light bow gun light bow gun okay okay uh, um a gun essentially <laughs> <laughs> I like yes. I like the idea that you're you're hunting monsters with a gun. Um, lance, uh, gun lance, switch axe with uh, the switch axe and the charge blade are probably the most unique things I've seen, like in terms of weapons. So those are a lot of fun to use. Insect glaive, the light bow gun, the heavy bow gun, and then the bow. Um, so I first put in most of my time as insect glaive, and then at some point I switched to the hunting horn on PS4 uh-huh. because 
anytime a hunting horn user joins a, a someone's quest, everyone like has an orgasm <laughs> essentially because they're they're like the most unique. They're the least used weapon in the game. I remember watching YouTube video going over like the percentages of users and which weapons they're using the most. And I think the longsword was the most popular. Mm-hmm. And around literally one percent were your hunting horn users. Wow. Yet. Anytime they join a quest, everyone loves it because it is such an effective weapon. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Insect Glaive is really fun. Um, I don't know. Do you want me to go into how they work? or? Yeah, I'm, curious, uh, yeah. I'm curious specifically about the Insect Glaive because I have, I've noticed I can upgrade my Kinsects and I never knew what they did until I realized it's attached to the Insect Glaive. So I've basically been upgrading them for no reason because I haven't used the Insect Glaive <laughs> yet, but... Um, yeah, so the interesting thing with the Insect Glaive is it's the only weapon that lets you jump in the air whenever you want, which is super useful because um, there's a mechanic called uh, mounting, where you can mount a monster and uh, do more damage and uh, eventually knock them down if you do everything right so that everyone can start hammering on away on the monster. And the Insect, or Kinsect, as they're referred to, they just uh, provide... Uh, that's how you can get an element with your weapon, and there's also like a status effect uh, tied to them. Um, it's a way to do. There's two different types of damage uh, that you can do in the game: blunt damage and, and sever. And blunt allows you to break different parts of an animal or a monster, I should say. And sever allows you to cut off uh, mainly the tail. I think the tail is the only thing that really is cut off, and it's it's in the game where the tail will actually fall off, and that's an extra part that you can carve. Um, so what's cool is Kinsects have different, you know, while the insect glaive part, the little, I don't even know how to describe it, the harpoon type thing, or, you know, mm-hmm. spear type thing, um, is mainly just sever. The Kinsect can either be a blunt type of Kinsect or a sever type of insect. And you can Whoa. actually cut off a tail by shooting your Kinsect at the monster if you're aiming it right, depending on what kind of damage it does. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. So, I mean, there's a lot. Uh, well, I mean, once you know all the little ins and outs of your weapon um it's not anything overwhelming the the ones i've stayed away from are the the like the light heavy bow gun and the bow and arrow just because there's ammo that you have to consider mm-hmm. with them and that's just i never got into that stuff it's, it's a bit much for me um generally you kind of want to focus on if you're new to the game like i was just focus on one weapon and master it so yeah yeah, I don't even remember why I picked up the uh, hunting horn as my first weapon. I remember, like in Monster Hunter Four Ultimate, uh, like there's a part where you could test all the different weapons in like a battle. And I did two or three, and I was like, I didn't feel them. And then I, I did the hunting yeah, horn. You're, like, you're oh, a battle that horn was, hunting horn That was user. awesome. It's that written awesome. on you, man. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I could tell. Like what, I was life of the party. You told me. I asked you what weapon you're using. You were like battle horn. I was like, yeah, yeah. I figured, yeah. Yeah, and uh, I talked about this too. But one of the, I I the, when I played Monster Hunter Three when the when the Wii U first came out, I just didn't when I or when I first got my Wii U, I just I didn't get it. And it wasn't until I played Dark Souls that I started to appreciate the slower combat. I was like, how can anyone like this this slow a combat? So, uh, but what, like I said, once I played uh, Dark Souls because it was you know so much slower than anything I had played before, I got to appreciate the more deliberate attacks and and stuff and and the and the planning that's involved with that i really started to appreciate that much later yeah that that's where the insight glaive can be kind of dangerous because it's so much faster and more mobile than most other weapons i think the only other 
weapon that allows you to move pretty quick as the dual blades but mm. with the insect life you're jumping all over the place and boosting and just launching yourself all over and some people have mentioned it kind of ruined the game for them in terms of like they don't go to any other weapon once they try the insect clay. like if they switch okay. from like a great sword and then they kind of play around with the insect clay, they're like oh my god this is way more like not so much fun but right know, it feels like you can do Effective. and react a lot quicker with it and you're just jumping all over the place it feels really awesome that they like everything else feels too slow to go back to so yeah so it was, a, it, it was definitely an adjustment to get yeah. used to the slow and the battle horn is uh not a fast weapon by any stretch yeah. i love the hunting horn though yeah uh, battle hunting horn hunting horn. horn the same thing but yeah. um i i love it because at one point to make it more popular they actually buffed the weapon and it was already great technically because it's essentially a support weapon but once they buffed it it was like a legitimate damage dealer too because some of the buffs you're you're boosting everyone's attack yeah you know um there's something called earplugs that allow you to withstand a monster's roar. And some of the hunting horns play a melody that gives everyone earplugs, that, that oh. little boost. So that you, so now you can, if you're on a team, like say you're on a squad, they can spec themselves out knowing that, oh, I don't need this armor that provides earplugs because my guy over here has, is a hunting horn user and he, he'll be able to give everyone earplugs. It, it's awesome. It's great. I love it. Nice. Okay. Dan, which weapon did you say you're using? Hunting horn. Hunting horn. Oh, you yep. are using hunting horn. Okay. Yep. Mm. Yep, that's what I picked up in uh, Monster Hunter 4, and that's what I got used to. And Sticking with I it. Love. Yeah. It's a, it's a I, great um, so the reason I chose the light bow gun, I don't know, Tito, you would probably be the only one that may be familiar with uh, Space Dandy, the anime, by nah. the, the team that nah. did Cowboy Bebop. But anyway... <laughs> um, I made my character look like Dandy in Space Dandy. And, Is that uh, on Netflix? I don't think it's on Netflix. It may okay. be on Hulu. I think it's... It's, it's not familiar, show. actually, now that you mention it. But uh, he has a companion in the show who is a cat named Meow. So I was like, oh, perfect. I can make Dandy and Meow. So that's what I did. And, uh, of course, he has a gun. So I chose the closest thing to an actual gun, which is the light bow gun. But um, I, I like it. It's difficult to use because you're constantly running out of ammo and having to reload, and that's slow, and you always get hit. And I find myself, if the monster's knocked down and I run out of ammo, I just run up to it and start meleeing it with my, my bow gun, which is pretty yeah. funny, just whacking it in the face. <laughs> but it also has um, this thing called Wyvern Blast, and it's basically like a landmine that you shoot in the ground, and then um, it does like twice as much damage if, if they do any damage to it by like swinging their tail or plowing through it or anything. So that's a, a pretty effective way to do damage, but I don't know. I'm curious about all the other ones. I just, I want to get the bow gun down before I switch to anything else. Yeah. There's, um, I, I didn't even get into, um, with the insect glaive, uh, since it's been a little while, but you can shoot the way it works is there's different colored stat boost that you can get, uh, with your, insect glaive and it's mainly color based red white and orange and uh, technically green as well and they do different things and the way you apply them to yourself is like you have to hit different parts of the monster with your kinsect mm -hmm. and if you hit the head area that'll give you a red boost which boosts your attack um if you hit like a limb that's a white stat boost which is makes you faster and then the orange one i think you have to hit them in the back or something and that that keeps you from like stumbling or getting knocked down. 
And okay. if you get all three at the same time, you go into like Super Saiyan mode where it boosts all your stats even more and you move a lot faster and you, you actually get new combos for your insect glaive. And you can like fly, literally fly around doing a fan attack as you're like crossing <laughs> the body of the monster. It, it's really cool. So it's something to appreciate with Monster Hunter World where they didn't just make, uh, or at least the Monster Hunter series, they didn't make the weapons just, just like a simple, like, yeah, just hit A and B and you're good. It's yeah. like the, you have to you have to try to work at getting the most efficient damage as possible, and it, it it's not a an annoying thing either. It just no. it adds like a fun mechanic as you're hunting these things. Every, yeah, like you said every, earlier, everything's deliberate in the game, yeah. and it, it's there for a reason. It's there to help you in in one way or another. And I was gonna, I was just gonna add that every weapon is it's a whole new experience. Uh, adds a lot of variety to the game. Yeah. I didn't even. Um, another cool thing too is there's um, a certain um, element, I guess you would call, called blast that some of the the weapons have. I think for every type of weapon, but the way it works with the the insect glaive is you can when you're you can have your insect flying around just attacking your monster, and at each time it hits the monster, it'll leave this like powder in the air, and if you have a blast type insect. Anyone can hit that cloud of dust, and it pretty much causes an, causes an explosion that can damage the monster. So sometimes I'll just sit in the back, just launching my insect, just getting as many clouds as I can. And then when they come, the monster runs into it. Anyone who attacks in that same general area sets off a chain reaction, and it feels so satisfying. I love it. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that must be what the wyvern blast is for the bowgun, then, right? Yeah, it's, it's same, kind of the same same, same deal principle. Okay. Cool. Uh, Tito, do you want to talk about the story a little bit? Since me and Absolutely. Corey didn't get too get too far into the, into it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so the story follows, and maybe you guys from playing the previous ones can give some insight. But um, the story starts with you're part of the fifth fleet um, coming to the new world. Um, is is that something they've ever talked about in the previous games? What what number fleet you are? Is that like a whole new thing? I don't think so. That doesn't ring recall. a bell. I mean, it was always kind of weak story wise. Like, yeah, it's a it's a flimsy premise to go out and hunt big monsters. Yeah, usually. I so. do remember <laughs> arriving by boat, though. Yeah. OK, so, so maybe. Yeah. So you're you're part of this fifth, fifth fleet. So I don't know how long the the first, second, third and fourth fleets have been in the new world. They kind of imply it's been years, maybe even decades um, like the first fleet was probably there like 30 years ago or, or something. I think they mentioned it briefly. Um, but it something happens where you're on the ship where you kind of get attacked or not so much attacked, but you pretty much run into a mountain that turns out to be a giant elder dragon, which is this lore based you know, thing in the game where the elder dragons apparently created the world, I want to mm-hmm. say. And this one is called Zora Magdaros. And you, no one can figure out what Zoro Magdos is doing, why he's heading to the new world, but it's this giant mountain that's just moving slowly. And so once you reach the new land, um, everyone decides to pretty much bother this thing, in my opinion. <laughs> uh, it's just funny to me how, like, we're just terrible people hunting <laughs> monsters, killing them, and, and then just bother. So uh, the story is you, you meet up with the commander, and he... he Everyone's trying to figure out what is Zora Magdros doing, where is he headed, and it turns out he's this giant elder dragon is on this pilgrimage, 
And uh, I won't spoil too much after that, but that's that's pretty much the the main the quest line is uh, you essentially. He he does the commander actually at one point says I want to capture this thing, <laughs> which is just a dick move. Yeah, um, <laughs> but um, that's that's the story. Okay, and that was actually a really cool moment for me being new to this game is when you reach the new world. Um, you're you're kind of a the the boat pretty much dismantles you know gets crashed on a mountain or something like that, and you have to regroup with everyone and someone helps you find. The base camp and that moment of reaching Astera, which is what the the little village base camp is, is really cool because it just feels so well lived in. Mm-hmm. Like all the just little houses on the everything moving and all the wood. Like there's just so much going on around you, and it's just kind of overwhelming at first. But it, it's it's so neat. And as you progress through the story, they um, there's actual visual changes that they add. Um, as you go through it, that's, that's actually really cool. I really enjoyed that part of the, the game. I'm glad you brought uh, Astera up, Tito. I got a strong, like, uh, like uh, the pirate headquarters in Hook. Mm-hmm. That's the vibe yeah. I got. Oh, yeah. The, like, sure. bits and pieces of old ships here and there. And... They even have that, that crocodile just standing out. Okay. <laughs> um, yeah, no, that's a really good point. Because it, it really does feel like that. It's just like, it's cool because if you look up, there's like half of the ship mm-hmm. just kind of like, that's part and people have made that into the little village house, you know, and the different layers of, of the ship and stuff. It's really yep. cool. Okay. Um, but that's pretty much the story. Mm-hmm. The main part. Accord, do you have anything else you want to add about Walks Around Our World? Uh are the special items new? I got the ghillie suit, which is pretty cool. Ghillie suit. That was the first one. Uh the specialized tools. Specialized tools, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's different types of um Pretty much um, gear that you can use to help you on your hunts. Um, I don't know if they've had them in the previous games, but there's a lot of different types. And there's also something called boosters. Mm-hmm. Um, have they had that in previous games? Yes. Okay. Yeah, so they have that. Boosters, uh, wait, uh, do you mean for, like, the quest boosters or? Yeah, they, the actual, they're like, like... these. Um, there's these uh, it's the same type of tool thing that you can equip with you. And there's, like, the one you get... I think that's very first is is just a healing booster. You launch it, you put it in the ground, and anyone in that area will get healed over time. Oh. Um, so it's kind of like the ghillie suit allows you to hide from a monster. And there's one which is a, here's a tip if you guys continue to play uh, and you get it pretty early on. It's called the vitality mantle, and that pretty much makes you invulnerable to damage. So definitely, once you get that, just equip that and use that for most of the the game. Split up into two halves. You can pretty much use that the entire first half of the game. Yeah, so. that's that's good to know. Yeah, I'm also curious, Tito. You could probably answer this. Where, like, where can I get better equipment, or does that just come from playing the game? Because as far as I can tell, like, I have fully upgraded my leather armor, and there's nothing else I can craft. Does Does it say um, when you say fully upgraded, it tells you max? Yeah. Okay. Um, you want to, as you progress through the story, you'll find new monsters. And once you encounter a monster, and I don't know if you even have to defeat it, but um, if you go back to the smithy where you craft all your stuff, mm-hmm. it'll then have that monster's armor set. And the harder okay. monster, the later monsters will start with the base stat that that will be higher than your older armors. Right. Sets. 
Okay. Um, and and you'll hit certain milestones in the story where it'll let you know, okay, all your armor sets can now be upgraded even more. Gotcha. So that max will eventually disappear, and then you can keep upgrading it if you want. Okay, so just keep playing. Yeah. I wish there was a transmog option. There actually is a mod that someone introduced in the game, but I'm kind of scared of using mods and fear of getting banned based on, you know, oh, the good point. stuff and all that stuff. But, um, yeah, I... I because I, I only play games to look good, you know? I just <laughs> yeah. want my character to look yeah, dope. They have to look you know? cool. Yeah, yeah, and it, it sucks because you, you have to, like, use the, the armor or weapon that's, like, going to be most useful to you. And I just want to look badass. Yeah. You know? Like, I don't want to use this dorky. Because some of the, the armor, it's fun, but it's just so silly, some of these things that are... I think the the funniest joke is... There's an armor set that you get from insects, from killing the small insects that aren't really anything in the story. But if you kill enough, you can build this gigantic suit of armor. <laughs> That's just that makes no sense whatsoever. Um, but yeah, I, I tend to go on the sleek, badass ninja style approach. But unfortunately, the closest thing to that in the game are have stats that I don't care about. So yeah, yeah, they should have slots where you can wear stuff for you know. Uh, well, skins, it, basically. Yeah, and they, they actually do have that that feature in the game, but it's only for specific special event stuff. Gotcha. Um, so, and some of them do look pretty cool. So, there you can they kind of do have a transmog slightly. I just wish it was just more embedded in the game of like yeah. wear anything you want, you know, but it doesn't affect your stats. So. Yeah. Okay. I I am interested in knowing what you guys named your characters and your palicos. I've, I'm I always judge people based on like how good they are at naming things. Okay. So. I uh my female character name in anything is Berwin. Uh, I don't I picked that at some point years ago and that's just what I use and I named my my palico Bixby. Uh solid, because solid name. It's like the um the Samsung uh voice assistant thing. Oh, okay. Bixby. So I figured since the palico would be assisting me in a lot of things, that's what I would call it. You nerd. <laughs> <laughs> uh no i named my oops almost ripped my headphones off uh i alluded to this already but i named my my guy's name is dandy and his companion palico is meow because that's what well that's what they are in the show nice solid solid uh my character is wand eris which i i don't know where i got it's it's supposed to sound like wondrous uh-huh. and then kind of a reference to eris from final fantasy and uh-huh. then my um my Palico's name is Uno. Oh. Um, and I also, there's also the Poogie in the game, which there's a joke about you're supposed to pet your Poogie before or after every mission as good luck. It's uh-huh. like a running joke. However, they did include features in the game of petting your Poogie enough where he'll fall in love with you. And once he's, and there's a clear animation with like hearts and he'll jump around once every time you come back from a mission. If he does that, you then have him like pretty much obsessed with you and you can actually pick him up and take him to different parts of Astera and your controller will vibrate. And that means drop him in that place and he will find an item for you. Oh, oh that's, that. that's fantastic. And the biggest one you want to find is right near that where the handler sits. And the handler is a character that is pretty much your partner. The handler mm-hmm. um, in the story um, is like the researcher part of the, the duo, mm-hmm. whereas you're the fighter. Um, protecting her and you know just killing monsters for research um, in the name of research quote unquote uh-huh. um, 
And um, but if you drop the poogie next to her when your controller vibrates, um, he'll find a voucher. And vouchers Ooh. are super important because they let you get if you use a voucher at the canteen, you'll get every food skill um, that you can get from whichever dish you choose. You'll see these food skills that help you on your hunt. And um, the food stuff is really complicated. But just know if you have plenty of vouchers, definitely use a voucher if you're about to go on a hard hunt because uh-huh. it'll just activate it, not just for you, but anyone else in that online session. Oh, okay. So Nice. There's a tip, a secret tip for you. That's uh, back to your point, Tito, about this game being very well thought out. Yeah. It's not like there, there really isn't much that I can think of that's like, oh, that's there, but it doesn't do anything. Yeah. It's like you probably just haven't found out what it really does. Right. Yeah. You know? They have an idea behind it. So. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anything else you want to cover, Tito, or talk about? Oh my God! I mean, there's there's just so much. Honestly, I'll make sure <laughs> not to take up too much time. But oh, the way the it. um, the way the uh, the gaming, the actual gaming takes place is um, there's that your quest board, mm-hmm. and um, so the quest is split up into quests, option or assigned optional investigations and events when you go to your questing board you can choose those categories and the assigned quests are the story mode essentially optional quests um will provide like different ingredients they're usually quests you get from people and they'll either give you a new item or a new ingredient to use in the canteen or some kind of uh, tool especially like one of the specialized tools or something investigations from what i understand is the bread and butter of the monster hunter series Uh um and you'll notice, like, as you collect tracks when you're out in the field or kill monsters or do any kind of thing, you'll get these prompts that a uh, new investigation has been added. Um, and that's how you pretty much hone in on what you want. Because when you go back to Astera, you can choose the investigations that you want to fight for or um, pretty much assign yourself. It's it's a pretty much a custom, like a blank canvas where you can uh, put your own quest that you want to go after um and it's based on you can assign them based on like different monsters you have and you'll see in the investigations um this uh it's different conditions like okay this one is for a barith you hunt a barith you have 15 minutes to do it but you get cool rewards and at the bottom it's split up as a bronze silver and gold rewards um and there's a time limit and there's also a condition for how many players can join you it's either a four player mission or a two player mission but the harder ones usually mean you get better rewards out of them better chance at the because some of the the armor you need if they're really good you need like a hard to get armor piece from a monster and the way to do it if you're bored of just because you'll run out of assigned quests eventually because that's the story mode so how do you get these pieces you go to the investigations and the investigations. I mean, you're, you're going to rack up a shit ton. You can hold 250 investigations. And if there's some that you're never going to go to, you can delete them and you'll constantly get new ones because that's actually how you play the game is through the investigations. And it's, it took me forever to understand that. It really took me hours and hours to like, what are investigations? I wish this wasn't here. It's taking it. It's like, there's so many, there's over 200 of them. And I learned, yeah. no, that's how you play the game. It's, it's through all that because you got to look at the rewards you get. And then if you're trying to get, you know, um, an Anjanath gem or whatever, it's like, well, that's like the hardest item to get from an Anjanath. It's right. like, well, you got to go do the investigations that reward the gold reward box. 
you know, so that that took a long time for me to understand. If you're new, that's probably something that you're just not going to get for a while. Uh-huh. Yeah, and I uh, I'm pretty sure I just have them all checked. Like every single investigation I have yeah. checked is on. So I yeah. should probably go in and find out which ones I actually really want to do. Um, and then the events are, are the special weekly, monthly events where you probably heard back, back when it came out on PS4, like there's an event for getting Aloy from Horizon Zero Dawn. You can get an Aloy skin and her, oh. her bow. Um, there's also, if you play Street Fighter, you can get the Ryu skin, nice. which is hilarious to me. But that all that stuff is under the events um, section category of the game. So... Oh, and there's something else that we didn't do when we played together, Dan. And I'm kicking myself. There's something called guild cards in the Uh game. And guild cards are awesome because um, it's it's pretty much your own player card that you can customize where you can put your player in different poses and put. Yeah, I remember remember that from Monster Hunter 4. And so you can share them with different people. Um, You have to be in the same online session to do it. But what's cool about it is. If you share your guild card with anyone, when you're playing the game solo, anyone's guild card that you have, their palico might be in that same quest, just lounging about. And you can go over to that palico, and he'll join your party, and now you have a, you're a little army of three. Nice. You and your palico and your friend's palico. And it's I'm really... I'm, yeah, I'm really glad you cleared that up because i kept running into these random palicos with like not normal fantasy setting names like i thought they might have just been non-player characters that were populated into the game but now that you're saying they come from these guild cards it makes sense yeah because they had like weird like sephiroth you know xxx or whatever like weird i love i love that part because yeah. like most of the time i'm playing solo now but it feels like i'm playing with a friend when i run into my friend's palico or something yeah. so I absolutely love that. Um, and then the last, I mean, I had a whole bunch of other things here, but I guess just to finish off, the quality of life stuff, from what I understand, whether they're in previous games, but I think most of them are new, but like the auto-crafting is super useful. Yeah. Um, the wish list, um, I really like that feature. You want something, you can put it in your wish list, and it tells you when you have enough components um, to build it. Um, the custom loadouts, though, I would say are the biggest um life changers you know getting um pretty much custom loadouts for i pretty much have loadouts for specific monsters i'm hunting to like if i'm just farming for stuff i have a farming loadout and in just one click of a button it it can change your whole item loadout you can even do it for your armor because your armor stuff starts to get pretty complex in terms when you take into account decorations and augments that you use and specific armor sets and stuff like that it's you definitely want to get in the habit of using the armor loadouts that way where, you can just quickly select them where do you set that up um you go to your item box and uh for you'll uh when you go to your item box you can choose to manage items and if i remember the button prompt correctly um you'll see manage items and then if you hit the start button that's where you can see a list of the loadouts and you can have up to like 50 um but you just whatever you have currently you can choose to save that, register the loadout, and then you can rename it to whatever. Um, and then for the armor side of it, you just go to change equipment, and you would do the same thing, hit start, and it shows your armor loadouts for that. Um, okay. Early on in the game, you don't really have to worry about it, but pretty soon you definitely want to start to manage all that. And that goes into the custom radial menu. Um, when you're like playing in the game, you know how you uh, 
have them in the corner that your D-pad that you use to like select you want to use an item. Yep. Um, I definitely recommend getting used to using the radial menu instead, which is okay. when you hold, I think, L1, and then it brings up a little radial thing, and then you can quickly from there, with your right thumbstick, you can then choose items. And uh, it, it took, I want to say, like 50 hours until I really started to use it. But you're so much quicker using that instead of hitting left or right on the D-pad to yeah. find the motion you need. You can set the custom radial so that when you when you bring up your custom radial menu, you can use up, left, right, or down on the D-pad. And it brings up a different page of the custom radial menu. So like my main potions and stuff, I have it you know on my up arrow. And then for my up arrow, then I have pretty much you can set up to like eight items. I want to say, or six, I don't know, a certain number of them. And then um, my down arrow is like my my traps. You know, if, um, if I want to capture an animal, I have my, just right then and there, I can set a trap and then use my tranquilizers. And then my, when I bring up my custom radio and I hit left on the D-pad, that's how I communicate with everyone. Mm-hmm. Uh, hang on a minute. Um, I can ping my position to my, my team. Um, or when we're done, you know, you can just give a thumbs up. You can use pictures to communicate. Um, so that I, I recommend, you know, kind of looking at that and just setting up. It, it's hard to save it. They don't really tell you how to save your custom radio menu because it's tied to your item loadouts. Mm-hmm. So a lot of people will set up an item loadout and then go into customizing the radio menu. And then when they're playing the game, they pick their item loadout, but it erased all the stuff you just did with your custom radio menu. So just keep that in mind, because I could not figure out why it wasn't saving. I always had to reset it. And then I realized, oh, once I set it, I then have to save it to my item loadout. Mm-hmm. Um, and then the next really fun feature that I'll finish off with, that'll be the last thing I'll mention, is something called shoutouts. Um, I posted on Reddit um, when I first started playing the game. I just spent the last, I, I titled it, I just spent the last hour customizing my shoutouts. 10 out of 10 <laughs> would recommend to friends. <laughs> Um, and it's pretty much when you do certain things in the game, your character will automatically shout out, you know, you'll get it on the side view of your screen. Like when you mount a monster, your character will yell out to anyone you're playing with. I mounted the monster. Um, but you can customize all that stuff based on the conditions you're doing. So I have some of my favorites and a lot of people use like movie quotes, like they'll customize theirs so that they say movie quotes, depending on what they're doing. Um, my favorite, I would say a couple of my favorites are if someone mounts a monster, my character will say like their, their character mounts the monster and they'll say, um, oh, I mounted a monster. And then I respond, (laughs) yeah, you did. Um, (laughs) And then my, um, you can also do a shout out for when you die. And I usually, um, um, well, I think the one I use is something like, um, remember me as a hero is is a popular one or something okay. like that so i recommend just cu- customizing your 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 inside jokes or movie quotes or whatever for your shout outs because I, I just love seeing people's custom shout outs when i when i join random people on the quest yeah they have like the worst jokes <laughs> those are they're automated you're saying right like yeah, you, you can automate and... you'll 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 see the condition like for uh when your character uses a health potion what will you say gotcha. you know or, or when you set a trap, I like to be like, he's got a bomb or something like that. Um, so I, I, I remember just like I literally spent an hour like just customizing each one. I was like, that was so much fun. I didn't even play the game. I was just like in the menu just doing stuff. 
So, nice. but um, yeah, it's it's my game of the year so far, mainly because in this trend of games as a service, I feel like so many gaming companies have not been able to successfully do it, at least in the console realm. I know that MMOs have been around for a while on PC and stuff. Yeah. Yeah, there's a lot of console users, um, and that's becoming more mainstream for on console in the console generation. Where you know, Destiny was a popular one. Where they just Destiny, um, Sea of Thieves, uh, The Division, these games that they are just not. They're trying to be a games as a service, but they don't have the content in place to satisfy gamers for more than a month. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and Monster Hunter World was the first game I played where they not only were prepared, but they had plenty of stuff down the pipeline. And it was clear to me that they know how to do this. They know how to make a games as a service um, because they've been doing it. Like Corey had mentioned, they've been doing it for so long. They're pretty much their own industry and they were able to, to do it successfully. And they're the first game I played that, that did that right. Where, you know, they'd have a, a new event, you know, every couple weeks or whatever to keep your interest. And it's not just like, here's a new monster and do the same thing you've always been doing. They've, they've introduced these really cool, unique ways of doing things. Like the cool they tear off fight is a really different take on how to hunt monsters and stuff. So when they introduce that into the PC version, whenever that they do that, I, I definitely recommend trying that because that, that was really cool. So um, it's a great game. It's just a fantastic game. Yeah, I've I've really enjoyed my brief time with it so far. I definitely will keep playing it because I I do love it. Uh, I should say, too, I wanted to mention this before we before we move on, is that I played it both on my Steam link when I played with Tito the other night. I played it both on my Steam link. Uh, It worked great there, but I also played on my Chromebook with the Steam link app. Mm. Uh, which also worked surprisingly well. So it's a game I'll be able to probably sit on my couch and play on my Chromebook, which is great. Oh, awesome. you didn't so, feel any um, input lag or anything? It actually no. worked pretty well. Yeah, oh, wow. I, was, I was shocked that there was no input lag. None. I had a question. Were you able to hear me at all? I could not hear you. No, and oh, I don't know if I don't know if I have to change something on my Steam Link. I haven't used it that much, so I'm not familiar with the way everything works. But I like I'm not sure if I can plug a headset into it or because yeah, I have Xbox, you know? Xbox One. I don't know. I was going to say I would chalk it up to uh, the server issues they've been having. Uh, maybe I I, really I, I wouldn't be surprised if the Steam Link doesn't have that capability. It's just purely yeah. for streaming the game, and it doesn't add anything else to it. Maybe a Bluetooth headset would work. I'm not even sure. Yeah, uh, like I said, I've only used it a handful of times, so I, I have to use it more. Yeah, uh, it's it's um good the device. game is really good at playing multiplayer, but not having to deal with the multiplayer problems of like. I was yeah, actually like I was actually going to ask that question: How much online you've done, and how toxic is it? How toxic? It, well, it here's the thing: be? it it's really easy to not like you can. Technically, be playing multiplayer, but it still feels solo because you can turn off the the chat stuff, and it's you know because a lot of people, especially if you're like have social anxiety or don't want to, you know, you're kind of a shy person or whatever. Um, you're not ever really directly communicating with anyone. You can just join someone's quest, and right. that's all you're doing. And it's four people just whamming on a monster. There's no like talking with each other. You know, you don't need to do that. You can just, you know, everyone kind of has a role, which is hit the monster you know right. uh same goal um, yeah and um what's what's funny is me and my friends would always like you can shoot out an sos flare to invite people to join you and so someone back in Ostera, they can search for sos flares and they'll see these specific hunts and they can join them and you, you don't have to talk with anyone you can turn that off 
Um, and but we would always love when someone from like Korea would join, and it because it would have like you know the Japanese characters or Korean whatever. Um, because you know, like, oh, he's good. He knows what he's doing. Like, awesome. <laughs> like, yes, like, oh, we're, we're, in good, we're, good, we're in good hands. Um, Someone who plays this game. Yeah, like, it's very odd. hours like, a day. Yeah, it's like, okay, we're, we're fine. They can probably just do everything themselves. Um, but no, it's, it's super easy to do. So I recommend, especially, I know, Dan, you like to tend to play solo a lot. Yeah, yep. This is a game you could totally just join people's quests or, you know, um, shoot out an SOS flare if you're having trouble with the monster. And three people will hopefully within five minutes join you and you know there's no communicating involved the only time i've actually heard people talking is when i've been in astera or the other social space you know and i was like oh i don't want to hear this and i just muted it you know so it's really easy it's it's a cool game to like play with other people but not have to deal with listening to them so yeah good to know uh, yeah, so definitely we'll be playing more of that. Um, Will, I'm gonna bring you in for some nibble bits. You haven't you haven't had a chance to say anything in a while. Hi, <laughs> hi. Sorry, so, my internet went down too. Hi, Tito. Okay. Um, yeah, I've been going in and out. It's been a mess. I hate uh, Spectrum. Yep. So I'll run through all of my nibble bits, starting with Assassin's Creed. Will be uh, taking a break in 2019. Uh, they were, uh, Ubisoft announced a few, I think it was, what, two years back, they were going to do every other year release, but um, kind of how their two studios lined up, uh, they were able to release the Assassin's Creed game last year and then again this year, but, you know, next year they'll be taking a break, um, which is good because we have Assassin's Creed fatigue, so, you know, we had that year, well, yeah, we had that year off and then we got two games uh, with Origins being one of the best games in the series, so we'll see how Odyssey shapes up, but, you know, I think the delay is good for them. Who's excited for that game, honestly? Me. I'm never I'm excited, excited for them. I, am. I can't tell. Because I have options, and I know that game a lot of people really liked. But I don't know. I, I, I have to decide, am I over Assassin's Creed? Which would be really sad. On paper, I'm very interested in Odyssey. If I play it is another story. Yeah. So, um, the studio behind Until Dawn is making a horror anthology series. Did any of you guys see this? I heard it. Yeah. That's so they're they're gonna be doing this thing where there's gonna be a. It's called uh, the Dark Pictures Anthologies, and what it'll be is multiple uh, horror games kind of tied into one. And the first one is called Man of Maiden. And it features four young Americans on a diving trip who encounter a World War II ruck ship. Um, so that's kind of the the basis of that one. It's going to contain a bunch of different uh, like scary horror stories all in one game. And I think that's a really cool idea because Until Dawn was the full-fledged game of that. And with this one, I think we can get some really cool kind of... Uh, not like Telltale because I think un- uh, the super massive games does a better job than Telltale uh, making these type of games, but like short little stories of uh, you know, with decision making and horror all tied into it. And I think this has potential to be a really cool idea. Yeah, definitely. Well, yes. Sorry to go back to your Assassin's Creed nibble bit, but while you were talking, I was thinking to myself, I'm like, didn't they take a break once before? Yeah, and they did. And the year after is when Origins came out, which people, I mean, I think some people would say that is the best one. Mm-hmm. 
So just want to. Throw um, that yeah, taking that time to like reimagine it, uh, I think that helped a lot. Yeah, and a lot of new fresh air into the series. Definitely. So, so that means that they're going to go to space pretty much. Yeah. Oh, now we're talking. That's I mean, that would excite me. Yeah. That the, could get yeah. big back into it. Definitely. Do their uh, their present day uh, animus stuff, but with Assassin's Creed mechanics. Yeah. That would be cool. Yeah. So next, um, this one's cool for me because I was a big Diablo 2 fan, but Mephisto, who is the villain of Act 3, is headed to Heroes of the Storm. I know this was a long-awaited hero to be added, uh, so I'm really pumped for that. Heroes of the Storm just keeps knocking it out of the park with the heroes um, and the maps and the content. I really wish I had the time to continue playing it because that that game was too good. Yeah, he, I, I did enjoy my time with, with HOTS. Yeah. It was pretty fun. As did I. But after about a month, I got too far behind already, and uh, everyone passed me by and haven't played it since. Yeah. That first month, I could keep up, but. You know, I had a. It's like anything uh, else competitive, though. Go ahead, Will. Well, we had that brief uh, relapse where me and Eric at least started playing it again. But, yeah. Um, how, long, how long did that last? A couple weeks. It's hard, though, because I want to play it, but I have, like, no friends to play it with me. I'm not a fan of playing these type of games with randoms because I'm not very good and I just don't have the time or patience to be ridiculed the whole time. Yeah, I know what you mean. I I still I've actually resorted to just most of my time, especially this past like few months, has just been Rocket League and then this one game mode in League of Legends called ARAM. Mm-hmm. And the the reason I prefer it is because it's only around 15 minutes long. And it's the it's not the serious game mode that you see like in the esports tournaments and stuff like that. So most people don't take it too seriously, and that's all I play because uh, I I'm never going back to like the normal game mode in League of Legends because fuck that I was yeah. just so <laughs> I do not want to deal with those people like yeah. and I don't have I don't have 45 minutes to be playing a game like that like every yeah. time it's just like it's way too long. So ARAM is a nice um, medium happy yeah. medium for me. It's the same with me with uh, Overwatch. I like to play the mystery heroes where you respawn as a new hero every time you die. And it's the same thing. Like people don't take it too seriously. A lot of people use that to experience other heroes that they might not other- otherwise play. And it's just way more fun because no one's like yelling at you because you picked the wrong character or you're not doing the right thing. Like everyone's just goofing around and it's it's way more fun. Yeah. Continue, Will. <laughs> Two more. Uh, real quick question. Did anybody tweet the Life is Strange 2 stuff? No. Crap. Uh, so three more. I gotta find the Life is Strange. Was that one. announced at Gamescom? So it was teased beforehand, but the concept of the game uh, was announced. I guess, yeah. from what I remember, it's two brothers who... Something happens, a cop dies, and they're trying to flee to Mexico. They're on the run. Yeah, they're on the run. They're trying to flee to Mexico. So that's that's the basis of that. And one is an older brother, like, what, 16, 17. The other is, like, a nine-year-old kid. And you yeah. kind of got to be that father figure to the... Yeah, he has... The younger guy, the younger brother has telekinesis, too, apparently. Oh, so, so that's uh, how it's going to come into play, huh? Yep. I brought up... There's a video in the chat, if anyone's interested. It's official gameplay. Apparently, they start in Seattle. So maybe on their way, maybe on their way down to Mexico, they drive through Arcadia Bay. 
Well, Dan, you know that teaser we talked about a few weeks back? I was pretty positive I saw Acadia Bay. They were driving it. So I would imagine that that's going to be tied in somehow. Yeah. Makes sense. Next. So it it is, sorry, it is Captain Awesome then, right? No. It's not. No, but he is supposed to make an appearance in the game. Oh. Captain Spirit. Captain Spirit, is that his name? I don't know where I got Captain Awesome from. It's the awesome, awesome adventures of Captain Spirit. Ah, okay. Corey Dingus. That explains it. Uh, Twitch will stream months long worth of Pokemon uh, next week. Dan, this made me thought, uh, think of your kids, actually. Oh, I- I'm going to put that on. It'll be a nice change of pace from what they usually watch. So, over the next several months, Twitch will stream all 932 episodes of the Pokemon anime series, as well as every movie. Holy crap. My childhood so, came rushing back when I saw that. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah exactly. I'm actually going to be watching this here and then, here and there. Um, the marathon will start at 1 p.m. Eastern on August 27th with one episode, uh, with the first episode starting off. Um, and from there, they'll run eight hours worth of episodes from Monday through Thursday. On uh, Friday and Saturday, will be reserved for reruns and movies airing. So, cool. it's uh, a good chance to catch up on all the movies I never saw. Yep. There's, oh man, they have a list of all the movies. There's, I think, 16 of them. One, two. Yeah, there's a few on Netflix right now because my my kids have watched a couple of them. They're 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 pretty good. Yeah, the X X Y is X Y Z. This the series is pretty good. Will I know they were watching that for a little while. Yeah, actually, in my opinion, I know a lot of people are nostalgic for the Indigo League, uh, which is the first one. But I really actually think Pokemon X Y and Z. is the best of the anime. I think yeah. Ash is less of an idiot, and I think the animations are pretty good, uh, and the battling and the characters are likable. So I was actually a really big fan of that that series. And last but not least, this one strikes the closest to me. Spiral Reignited, delayed November 13th. Um, they, the Toys for Bob, who's doing the, re- the remaster, said that they needed more time to really kind of give the game the love and care that it needed. Uh, but I guess there was rumors going around that the the developers were trying to go to Activision to get them to delay the game because they didn't think it was going to be ready uh, for the deadline. Activision said no, no. Uh, and then with all the, the big deal about the games 2 and 3 not being... Uh, included on the disc i supposedly this is what i was reading online that they actually convinced activision to delay it and with this delay they're going to have the second and third games on the first disc so all of them will be on it mm-hmm. so as bummed out as i am this got delayed it's kind of a good thing because they're gonna have um i think we talked about it when it uh when this first broke and i think i said i wonder if they're not putting games two and three on there because they're not going to have enough time to do it because they're running behind. And it turns out that they're still working on the third game. So I think what we came up with, Dan, when we talked about it, is in fact true. What's that? That they weren't, weren't going to finish the games uh, and be able to put them on the disc in time. Oh, gotcha. So I think that's why they ended up doing it. And they actually were able to convince Activision to delay it. So uh, uh, I, I could be proven wrong. but I just need a Steam or Switch confirmation. It's rumored to be everywhere, and it's leaked a few different places. But I need, I need official, you know. Yeah, official. Let's let's get it done. Yeah, definitely. Um, I think what Crash was six months. 
after release date that it came to PC and Switch. Yeah, that sounds about right. So it might be the same thing. I don't know why they wait for these two. Like, it's a why? Is... Yeah, true. It's evil. I don't like that, it. That's what Grand Theft Auto did. Grand Theft Auto Five. They did the uh, Xbox 360 PS3 version. And then they did PS4 and Xbox One versions, and then they did the PC version last. So yep, <laughs> drew it out as long as they possibly could. <laughs> just evil. Yeah. It's just evil. It is evil. Anything that else? Well, that's it for me. Okay, uh, I got a couple quick ones. The first is that Valve is working on something called Steam TV, and this launched briefly during the international. Um, it's apparently, from what I gather, it's supposed to be a Twitch competitor uh yet another twitch competitor uh twitch and youtube gaming competitor uh, but yeah the the website leaked briefly during the the international and all you could watch was was some of the international so i think they've since taken it down uh, they haven't officially announced anything about it but um that's that who knows what's what's happening with that but uh and then for my next nibble bit uh, Reigns, which I talked about me playing, uh, I played today for a little bit. They announced a Game of Thrones version for Reigns today, uh, which I'm pretty excited for, having played Reigns now and, and uh, enjoyed it quite a bit. Uh, I'm very excited to, to play the Game of Thrones version. So, Corey, I don't, I don't know if you'll be interested in it, but... I, had, I don't know anything about it, so everything I know you just said. Okay. Yeah. It's good stuff. I'll talk about the game during during our our uh, our what we played. So, cool. um, Tito, what do you got for nibble bits? Um, I feel like I had two, but I can't remember one of them. I yeah. there was big news though concerning my favorite game, Rocket League. They released a progression update that's incoming on August 29th, and the main things to know about this is that they're pretty much overhauling how progression works in the game. Um, right now, the way it works is the cap is level 75. And that's uh, when you reach level 75, um, or I think at level 70, you become a rocketeer because you get different titles. Um, what they're going to do, though, is it's pretty much become um, it's going to become unlimited how many levels you can go up. And it's going to be a flat rate for every time you level up. So instead of it becoming, you need more and more experience points to get to the next level, um, it's always the same amount. Um, So you're pretty much going to see people at level 300 and and so forth. Um, And they'll include new titles. They'll also um, adjust how it works for progressing in terms of, um, like, say you stay in the same server and uh, continue to keep playing games. You get bonus experience for that kind of stuff. Um, they're going to add avatar borders. Um, and the new thing that I'm really excited about, um, before the cross platform parties that they're going to introduce next month is something called clubs where you can pretty much form a team and and have up to 20 players, uh, join your team and you can set the the team colors and the team name and all that stuff. And I'm assuming that's pretty much going to, how they're, how they're going to do their esports is going to use that system. Because uh, that's tied into their thing called Rocket ID, which is pretty much a, a psionics, having a psionics account. And I think that's pretty much how cross-platform parties is going to be doable, essentially. Oh, Instead cool. of being tied to a, a Steam name or a PS uh, PlayStation name, 
you now have a Psyonix account and you use that to do cross-platform parties, I'm assuming. Okay. Does, does that, that mean sense. we can you can do competitive cross-platform parties? Um, I don't know about competitive, but I w- I, it seems like they they really want to I don't know. I do I, I don't know. Um I would hope so. Yeah. I I wonder though if um if it's not going to be available for everyone in terms of you know how Sony does not want to allow for Wait. cross platform. So I wouldn't be surprised if it's actually only really going to be for PC and and PlayStation or and Switch. X, um, well, PC and PlayStation, but then also oh, Xbox, yeah. PC, and Switch. Is, That's is right. Because well. PC can play with both, right? It can, it, PC can play with anyone. Ever anyone, but the 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 consoles are separated. But between Nintendo, Xbox, and PC, and then yeah. PC and PS4 are separate. Okay. But there, there's actually a lot to it as well, because there's also something called Rocket Pass, which I tried reading through it, and it's kind of complicated, but it, it deals with... Um, I, I don't understand it. I'm actually kind of confused by Rocket Pass, but they're going to be introducing that as well. And it's a way to gain new items. And since everything's just cosmetic, no big, no biggie for me. I'm, I'm wondering if if it's going to be tied to how they pretty much support the the tournaments and how they pay their players, because the way it works is all the the purchase if you purchase keys, all that money goes toward the the prize pool. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't know if that's going to be the case with Rocket Pass, but uh, a lot of cool stuff coming up for Rocket League. Okay, okay. Uh, real quick, Tito, um, I wanted to thank Hillary Clinton's ass for following us on on Twitch. <laughs> Was, they, they they demanded to be mentioned by name. So okay, yes. All right, thanks, Hillary so, Clinton's ass. <laughs> thanks for the thanks for the follow. So go go ahead. Um. Oh. Um. Gamescom happened. Yes. Oh yeah, I forgot about. Wow, I'm so out of the loop. I wanted to see if they um had any more Cyberpunk 2077 stuff, but. From what I can understand, all they really showed were just screenshots, no actual gameplay of anything. So right. that was kind of a bummer. Yeah, and uh, that's pretty much it. I can't remember okay. what I what else I was going to mention, but it was probably wasn't a big deal. What, what do you got, Corey? <laughs> I'll do nibble bits. I retired. Retired. Um, I did see. I didn't, and I asked you guys about this in our group chat, um, and I don't even really know anything about it. But the Amazon backed uh mmorpg new new world or something like that um yeah this isn't even news it's just i'm just pointing out the fact that i just heard about it today so if anybody knows anything about that i'm kind of curious nothing amazon backed yeah let me Hmm. call it up what's it called again new world it'll be an mmo mmorpg wow they're spending a lot of um Amazon's spending a lot of money on on stuff right now because um, I just got into this book called The Three Body Problem, which I hear is like one of the best books people have ever read. And uh, funny enough, not like a few months ago, it turned out Amazon is going to be they bought like the rights to it to to make a a, a series um, associated with the book, and they're going to be spending a billion dollars on it. Oh what? my gosh, a billion dollars. <laughs> Oh my god! Over like one season, 
I I guess so. I was I I still haven't like gotten it's it's like a, a sci-fi book, but it's like I mean people lo- love it, and I I'm still trying to find out about it. But um, I was like, oh, this must be I, I better get reading because if they're spending a billion dollars on a series, it must be good. So, is it by Sixin Lu? Yeah, it's a it's from China. It's a Chinese uh, author, um, which. Which to me tells me that the story is probably super interesting. Yeah, it's something different, different than what we're used to, anyway. Yeah, um, but I, um, my friend just wanted me to let everyone know to that he highly recommends it. It's one of the best <laughs> books he's ever read, I'm and I, to, I think uh, or you might be really into it. Say that um, I have, I think I have two Audible credits, so maybe I'll use that for an audio book. It's a highly recommended book. So all right, what's the name again? Because I'm if I don't write it down, I'm gonna forget it. The three-body problem. The three-what problem? Three-body problem. Three-body problem. Okay. Uh, Got to make a notation. Okay, there it is. All right. Yeah, it's apparently part of a trilogy, too. It's the first novel of um, the Remembrance of Earth's Past trilogy. Cool. And he wouldn't tell me what it was about. And that that always gets me excited when they're like, I don't even <laughs> want to tell you anything about it. So I was like, OK, okay. Uh, Valerie Annie asked in the chat about the Lord of the Rings series. Didn't they also spend a billion dollars on that? Yeah, that's to right. It? Yes, they're 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 just spending money out the wazoo. It's insane. Like, yeah. That doesn't seem smart. I mean, I, well, I, I always know. wonder how Netflix made, like ends up spending all this money on all these these uh, exclusive series. They can't see a huge return in, in new subscribers and stuff I wouldn't think um, right? I have a couple of friends that work for them and I, I I feel like I'd ask that question in terms of like what the hell is the strategy yeah. but I mean you have to think like they just they need enough content to, to keep justify yeah just to justify people paying like because I remember like a, a few years ago how I was just like it's all the same stuff you know and now they introduced this monthly kind of where they're constantly changing and refreshing yep. the library. They they kind of have to and the but they're pretty much like fine with like we are buying all these different types of of shows and yeah. things, you know. And cuz ideally once you hit the one that hits the jackpot that that covers a lot of stuff apparently. So. Yeah. Yeah, like I wonder how many people similar to Game of Thrones on HBO just like activate Netflix when Stranger Things comes out and then deactivate it you know yeah yeah. (laughs) i also wonder too like how the costs of um the costs have risen for netflix to buy rights to play a show or a movie i don't know if it's gone up or gone down but i wonder if that's their way of supplementing because it does seem like they have a lot less unoriginal content than they used to Um, and obviously they have a lot more original content so i wonder if that's just their way of making up for what they can't afford outside of their original content. I don't know. Yeah. I mean, maybe it's a cheaper option to come up with their own things than it is to, to pay, you know, a movie or television studio to have their stuff on Netflix, especially now that everyone wants their own streaming service like Disney. Right. um, A few other, like it's kind of, it's kind of annoying for me. It reminds me of how every um, game company now wants their own client. yeah, their game, their own game client. Me and Will Which complained like, about that a couple weeks ago. It's brutal. Yeah, I do remember though. Back in the day when Steam was new, everyone hated Steam. Yep. Yeah. So I'm just like, 
because to me it it honestly it doesn't bother me too much because it's like it's just a thing i have to open up you know yeah. the most annoying thing for me is remembering my password for it because i'm like yep. god damn it i'm constantly forgetting my password yeah you know, origin like, I, origin like because it keeps me signed out for whatever reason uh <laughs> and it doesn't it doesn't remember the password and i i have to reset it every single time yeah I remember way back in 2006, I bought a video game, a computer game from Walmart called The Ship that I thought looked cool. And it was a Valve game. I, I didn't. That meant nothing to me at the time, but it required me to install Steam. And I was so annoyed. I'm like, what is this? Why do I have to download this whole like other client to play this one game? Um, I just love the... I remember still like all the... the the, the reasons people were saying why they were hating Steam when it came out. It's like, it's going to take up computer resources. It's going to slow down my performance for my games. It's like, everyone loves Steam now. It's like, no one cares. Yeah. Yep. Okay. Uh, anything else, Tito? Um, that's all I can think of. Okay. Oh, Corey. Oh, we were on Corey. Did you have anything else, Corey? Uh, or- no, but you can sign up for the alpha for... New World. Okay. If that interests anybody. Let me see if I can read a, a little paragraph or something about the game. Yeah, I've got something up in the chat, but it's just like a behind-the-scenes graphical thing. It's not gameplay or anything. Yeah. That I can oh, tell. I can't it looks, find a good digestible So paragraph. it looks. It looks like new world it looks like it's uh set in like the age of exploration when uh i'd say that's a fair guess dan yeah when they that's what it looks like well here's some gameplay right now it's uh it looks like a like a conquistador um you know landing in in uh eastern south america someplace yeah exploring the jungles Oh, join a company and work together to claim territories, build thriving settlements, fight off player bandits, and push back the dark and wild forces that occupy the land to leave your mark on history. Adventure, exploration, and opportunity await you. Okay. It's pretty uh, cool. It's Amazon-backed. Publisher, Amazon Game Studios. I mean, yeah, it makes sense for them to get into this. So much money in it, I guess. Might as well. They, you know, I mean, he's the richest man in the world, so of course I wonder, they're gonna... <laughs> I wonder if this one's going to be a billion dollars. Yeah. Oh my god. It it remind like it reminds me of how Star Citizen is just like this strange like <laughs> bankroll of like because I I follow a lot of their the YouTube channel stuff for Star Citizen because I find it fascinating how like they're they're doing all these like videos just to 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 prove it's really just an excuse to prove to people like this isn't a scam like mm-hmm. yeah it's an just, actual game. And there's there's actually you know it's kind of cool because like they, they have all these little series and stuff. Um, they used to do this thing called Bug Smashers of the the lead QC guy would you know show everyone how he's fixing this bug. He'd show the bug and then he they show like the coding stuff and then that caused Crytek to sue them because it showed enough of the coding <laughs> in the videos. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! Like, and so now they're in this legal That's dispute fun. with Crytek because That's what's right, funny too, a lot that. of the Crytek employees actually moved when they went bankrupt or whatever. They um the what is it? Roberts, Cloud, Chris Roberts, Space Industries Cloud, company, Cloud Imperium. Yeah, Cloud Imperium Gaming um hired a lot of those Crytek employees. Oh. So, and now I think the update is Crytek just wants to be credited for 
uh, architecture or something. I don't know. Some, some weird stupid shit. So interesting. It's fascinating to just follow though. Cause it's like they're, they're nearing, I want to say they're well over 150 million in making this game. Yeah. And I'm trying to think what other games have gotten close, like have spent that much money, you know, to make this game. I know, like Bioshock Infinite was like an insane amount of money, wasn't it? Yeah, there was a, there was a few of them. The like was the not Grand Theft not Auto. The, Grand Theft yeah. Auto. Uh, oh, was it one of the Tomb Raiders? Shadow of the Tomb Raider, maybe was was close to that. Really? Wow. Are you sure? Yeah, wasn't that the one? Or no, they... Unchar- it was Uncharted, wasn't it? Yeah, I would say Uncharted because I remember Tomb Raider. Like their goal was like to sell like. 7 million games or it was a big deal that they sold 7 million games so I would, I would imagine that it was it, to me Uncharted it makes more sense like yeah I think it was Uncharted oh here you go I got a list right here Star Wars The Old Republic approximately two million, 200 million what GTA 5 137 Max Payne 3 105 Battlefield 400 Red Dead Redemptions 80 to 100 and it just goes down from there down from there <clears throat> Yeah, and it's it's funny because like at this point, even if Star Citizen weren't wasn't didn't become like an actual game, like they're mainly like it seems like becoming a tech like company. You know, like they're developing tech yeah. that will then be used by other game companies. For, yeah, for something else. Yeah, because their their uh, procedurally generated cities showcase thing was really cool. Like that, that was awesome. I was like, holy shit, that looks amazing. I'll like a whole planet that. that's a city, you know? It was so cool. Huh. So, yeah. I know, you, I know you guys are dying to know the most expensive canceled game. Yeah. Yes. The Halo, the Halo MMO. 90 million. Huh. Wow. I'm kind of glad. Fable Legends, 75 million. Wow. Never heard of This Is Vegas, but that was 40 to 50 million. Hmm. Will, would you have enjoyed enjoyed that uh, Halo on the Mo? Would you have played that? My gut says no. But your heart says yes. But my heart is telling me I would love that. I'm trying to this I I don't think I would have enjoyed it. I don't I don't know. I got to a point where I got tired of Halo. I was like, I I've I've done my time. Yeah. I would be I would be covenant, you know, change it up. Yeah. I don't know. I feel like it would be kind of boring. You know, um, not to change the subject, unless you guys are are still chatting about right. that. Uh, Valley brought up the point in the chat. I wonder if Amazon will bring back the 20% new games that they publish. So Amazon recently announced that they were doing away with that. I know Best Buy has done away with their program that's similar. Why do you think that is? What was the uh, deal? It, so Amazon gave 20% for Amazon Prime customers. They give 20% off new games, pre-orders Physical of new copies. games. Physical, Physical copies. Uh, same with Best Buy. They had the same 20%. And I'm just trying to figure out, like, why all of a sudden are these places canceling those programs? Because I, I love that. I always took advantage of that. I mean, I rarely bought new games. But when I did, I always went to Amazon because of that. Um, uh, If I were to guess, I mean, I'm terrible with, like, business sense stuff. But... I just feel like it's slowly become like it, it's not a loud issue right now, but everyone's going digital. I would assume, mm-hmm. like e- even people who were claiming that they they like as much as I want to buy my games physical, I noticed like this past year it hasn't been an issue, and everyone's just like slowly subconsciously just like I'm just gonna download my game. Like yeah, 
It's just way more convenient, you know. And I wonder so if there's... they, I wonder if they can't offer it for digital for some reason. I don't know. They are gonna offer. I don't, and I didn't read the whole email, or not enough to make sense of it anyway. But they are gonna offer ten dollar credits yeah. on new games instead for Amazon Prime members. So I don't know how that's gonna work exactly. If that's also gonna work on digital, or if it's just physical. So the pessimist in me is like, oh my gosh, all, all the uh, all the the game um, publishers are colluding, and they're gonna raise the price of games like soon. And these retailers were getting out ahead of that and saying, well, we can't offer 20% on a $75 game anymore. Right. So we have to change our program. I wonder if it's, um, like, the, how, how much say does a game company have on, like, the deals that, you know, yeah, that, that the Amazon would do have. or whatever? Yeah. I don't know. Like, no, don't do, like, I mean, I guess it doesn't matter to them because the retailers have to buy Pay the games. Price, to, yeah. 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 Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm guessing that's just Best Buy, especially. That's that's their way of getting you in the door, you know, right. and, and hope you buy yeah. something else. Maybe I don't. I, I would guess not a lot of people do that. I know I never did that. We need a business expert who can answer yeah. this. Yeah, Eric's the closest thing we got. Yeah, I am terrible with that kind of stuff. <laughs> I'm not much good either. All right, uh, Corey, how's your week? My week? Wow. Um very busy very busy it's been one of those weeks where you know about 10 30 at night is when i can finally like have some some leisure time um i was looking ahead in the calendar i don't have a free weekend again until october 5th which is a bit of a bummer yeah I'll say so that does suck. it's just been just been busy very busy i'm trying to think did we do anything fun recently Soph? Oh, we went to the sunflower field. That's sick. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know. That's cool. What did we do this past weekend? Anything? A couple cabins. I have to make sure people think I'm cool, so. This guy's such a nerd. <laughs> so without hearing you, Will, Sophie joked that we went to another cabin. She gets it, too. Perfect. Uh, I'm trying to think if I watched anything recently. I, I can always default to that. I know I have. We've been. Oh, um, yeah. I've been watching Sharp Objects on HBO. I think the last episode is Sunday. That's exciting. Oh, so I've been watching this show. I guess it was 2015 History Channel show called Alone. And they took wilderness survival experts and dropped them off uh, about seven miles. I think it's seven miles apart from each other on Vancouver Island in the Pacific Northwest and uh, no film crew, no nothing. They gave each uh, survivalist a camera, several cameras to film everything that they do and just said, survive as long as you can. Here's a satellite phone. If you need to call us for an evac. And uh, it's pretty crazy. I, at first I'm like, Oh, Pacific Northwest. Like there's nothing to worry about there, but it's the highest population density of, Black bears, bears. yep, Uh, cougars, and uh, wolves. And uh, three, I don't, I mean, I don't know if any of you guys are going to watch it. It's kind of old at this point. But three or four of the people have left because uh, they were being stalked by bears. Yeah, no thank you. (laughs) Like, there's footage of a guy just, like, sitting in his tent, terrified all night, while the bear is just right outside waiting for him. 
<laughs> and then when morning comes, he calls on his satellite phone. He's like, I, this isn't worth dying over. Yeah, it's not like a tent is going to protect you from a bear either. No, but it's cool because some of those guys, you can tell, really know their shit and have like awesome shelters and are eating just the weirdest things that they find. And they explain to you which, you know, nutritional elements they're getting from it and, and stuff like that. It's really interesting. Huh. That's kind of cool. That is cool. Have you, Corey, have you seen, um, I wanted to see if you've seen, what's the, it's this anime movie that was really popular like last year. Your name, I think your name. I've started watching it a couple times. I just I, every time I sit down, I'm just not in the right mood for it. It kind yeah, of yeah, yeah. just puts me to sleep. So I've, it's on my it's on my radar. I definitely want to see it, but I haven't yet. No. Yeah. Okay. Anything else, Corey? <laughs> not really. No right. Boring. Uh, I'll go next. I got a couple things. First, uh, my wife and I played Celeste for this week's rookie camp episode. Uh, that actually got split into two parts because I ended up getting a random bloody nose partway halfway through <laughs> halfway through Celeste. And I stopped the video. And for whatever reason, it usually only takes like five or six minutes for the video to finish like saving to the hard drive. And it took like two hours. So we had to finish the episode the next day. So it was ended up being a day late. But um, yeah, that was fun. She really enjoyed it. Uh, she played through the entire first uh, first chapter i guess the first world uh during the episode so so that was good uh she liked it yeah she loved it absolutely loved it good um we started very briefly started uh house shopping we went to look at a house today how's that Um, going uh i'm already depressed about it (laughs) we looked at one house and i'm like oh god So our house is getting to be too small. So <laughs> after we got done looking at the house, it was it was okay. Um, but we're already like, okay, so how much would it cost to put an addition on this house? It's probably not end up going to end up being worth it, and we'll probably buy a new house. But uh, the same area sucks. Yeah, same area, same school okay. district, and that's a problem. It's the only good school district in the area, so everyone wants to live here. It is. Yeah, you're right. Yeah. Oh, well, by the way, I really did. Um, enjoy that um game gaming and education episode oh yeah that was a really cool topic it's something my my wife and i talk about like every few days we'll have a long conversation about technology as it relates and gaming and and education so i'm fascinated with um gamifying life yeah like all those things of um i don't know it it, it fascinates me and also kind of depresses me because like I feel that, like that, yeah, it's, it's inevitable. It's just things kids, that are going to... Yeah, kids these days need that motivation to, yeah. to, to do well. Yeah, um, what was it. the movie that movie um, that I didn't really enjoy? The Steven Spielberg? Just this Ready Player year. One? Yeah. What a stupid movie. <laughs> <laughs> I hated that, that movie. I've heard uh, good things about the book. Yeah, I, I, I heard the same thing, and I just watched the... the I never read the book, Um I mean, it was one of those things I heard, like, similar to Fifty Shades of Grey, where, you know, really popular, but in terms of, like, writing, like, the whoever is, like, a writer, it's like, yeah, it's, it's like a, like, who wrote this, like, an eighth grader or something? Yeah. <laughs> one of those things. But um, but the topics, you know, are really cool. But I was just, I don't know, I just thought the whole thing, especially coming at, like, someone who plays a lot of games, I was just like, man, this is dumb. Yeah. Because I'm still in the boat of, like, it's kind of still a guilty pleasure for me. 
Yeah. You know, I don't love to like tell everyone that I game a lot. Yeah. Um, unless I meet other gamers, but it's yeah. so. I I don't know. I like gaming being in its the place that it is. Yeah. And but now that it's becoming so much more, and like, you know, like Stephen Colbert having Sean Murray as a guest. I'm like, what yeah. is this? Don't do that. Like, what are you? I feel bad for the audience members who are like yeah, sixty years old. Who is this guy? And like, what yeah. is this? What's going on? You know, like yeah. it's just like so strange for them. Yeah. yeah. Like I said, explains. I'm like, this is the way the world's gonna be. So whatever. Does Conan still do Clueless Gamer? Yeah. He does it. That one I kind of enjoy, but sometimes I'm just like, I feel bad for the celebrity that somehow got duped into doing that segment, and it's clear <laughs> yeah. that they don't care about yeah. that. Like, it's some beautiful woman with a controller in her hand, and she's like, "This is dumb. Like, what am I doing? <laughs> this is dumb." But please watch my movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I will do whatever. It's just so <laughs> I'm, I'm forced to. Reaper loves Freddy Player One. <laughs> I, I was gonna say, I, I. Love is a strong word, but I enjoyed the spectacle of it. I'm yeah, that, I writing. mean that was my that was my only like it was a lot of stuff happening, but yeah. Um, once it was over, I feel like that movie really was kind of just quickly forgotten, and I I'm, I look back on it, I'm like, yeah, that was a stupid movie. That was just a really <laughs> bad stupid movie. So. Yeah, he uh, accidentally bought it twice. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Uh, also, I didn't give an update last week, but uh, my one meal a diet, one me- one meal a day diet, it's, it's going really well. I've lost like twelve point twelve and a half pounds. I noticed when you were out here last, Dan. By the way, oh really? Yeah, yeah. It's uh, it's been pretty easy. I've ha- I had two cheat days. I had one last a week and a half ago Sunday. Um, I had uh, spaghetti with meat sauce and garlic bread, and it took until Friday of that week for me to get rid of that weight. But then I had a cheat day last Sunday where I ate crap all day, and I, it was gone Wednesday. So I don't know what's up with that, but um, it's 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 worked really well so far. I don't really get hungry during the day at all, and when I eat my supper, I feel full and satisfied um, instead of having to like eat half a meal like mm. you like you should. Um, so it's worked really well so far. Tito, do you use, do you use the word supper? Din din. Nah. Um, do you hate the word supper? I don't hate it. I think it's a cute word. I mean, it's like a it's a cultural thing. Like, because my parents are Puerto Rican, and right. so that's just like I, I wonder. I I never really uh, became fluent in Spanish, but I'm like, do we have a Spanish word for supper? Like, is that like? In Puerto Rico, do they have a supper equivalent? Yeah. I have no clue, but no, we never used it at home. And it's a cute word. Well, it's I've like a people... word I'd, I'd hear in a book, you know? <laughs> yeah, I've had people call, call me out on saying it. And I'm like, what do you, like, I've been saying this my whole life and never thought twice about it. And now. It's not the like... 1800s. What do, what do you think? <laughs> <laughs> I feel like it's something people that have, with, that have kids say. Have yeah, because you're yeah. never having dinner. You're You're just. Yeah, it's it's, it's it's freaking chaos. It's not it's not yeah. like it's not dinner. It's just it's a food shit show basically. It's yeah. <laughs> a good way to so, put it. Uh, there's that, and then one last quick thing. Uh, so my son is uh, what my older of the twins, the older and bigger of the twins, Marco. Uh, he's he's he got a little behind on his speech, so we uh, had a speech evaluation. Uh, they determined or they wanted us to take him to an audiologist to see if he had hearing loss. So we took him there two different appointments. They determined he did have hearing loss. He has 
had from fluid in his ears. So we took him to a, a ENT, ear, nose, and throat doctor on, on Monday, um, and they are getting us in tomorrow to get tubes put in his ears. So he's got to have a, a little surgery tomorrow. Uh, so first thing in the morning to take the little guy he's who's almost two uh, to get a, a little a little brief easy surgery but still a surgery nonetheless so, so how do you talk about that with him what do you mean how do you pre- prepare him for that you don't it's just, just kind of we're say, just we're gonna, gonna go the there. Yeah. yeah we're just gonna go and yeah he'll we'll see when we get there but yeah they've, they've got to put him to sleep and everything like it's, oh, it's man. crazy that's what I have to look forward to for tomorrow. Um, Tito, what do you got? Um, I've, I'm, I don't know if you guys know this about me, but I love barbecue food. And, <laughs> amen, amen. And well, not just barbecue food, but I've gotten really. There's like this new trend. I don't know if it's just like out here in big cities or something, but you know, I live in LA and. Um, Something that's really popular. Actually, I don't know why I opened with barbecue food, but uh, <laughs> great opening uh, though. I thought. Food, food gets everyone's attention. Yeah, yeah, just just food in general. But like people, um, we have a lot of food trucks out here. But now, what's really popular is people starting like pop up tent types of food places, like on the side of the street, kind of thing. Um, and because of you know social media, Instagram and stuff like that, they can promote just through there. And they become popular and people find out about them through Yelp. And I found this place months ago called um, Raging Hot Chicken, um, which is like Nashville style hot chicken. Mm. Um, and I, you know, I saw them on Yelp and I couldn't find the building. And it turned out they're, they're like located in a parking alley of um, of like an auto shop after 8 p.m. When, you know, when the auto shops close down, they then move in and have their food stuff out and they just oh. cook right there outside. And it's it was delicious, and I fell in love with them. And it turned out, though, that because they had like 30-something reviews of five stars. They, that's how they started. They started hot. Like, they were on fire. You know, like, five-star reviews and everything. And then it turned out that, like, the minute people started giving them four, three-star reviews or whatever, just because it, it wasn't true Nashville-style hot chicken or whatever, the owner apparently would reply threatening them. <laughs> nice yeah <laughs> um you know just like real like and they it, this became like big news on yelp and and the la weekly or whatever and yelp will do this thing where they close off like any reviews because once a like a store like a restaurant or whatever makes the news it invites a lot of like troll behavior or whatever so they yeah. actually like close it off so that it doesn't affect the reviews but they just had to like suspend their yelp account for a while and they they had to go quiet they had to go underground <laughs> because of this wow. and i was devastated because i really liked the chicken you know uh-huh. like it was <laughs> i don't care that the guy was threatening other people just because yeah. they posted before reviews Cheeto, um, you're the real victim in all this yeah like no one was thinking about how i felt and um <laughs> no but they finally popped up again like two months ago in a new location around my area. And the reason why I love this place is because weirdly enough in LA, once it hits 10 PM, a lot of places close. And I don't know if I got like, um, what's the word? Um, but my college, I, I, I went to a college town and in places like those, like you can find food at 3 AM, like plenty yeah. of food places or whatever. 
And you would think L.A. being the city, one of the largest cities in the world, that you, there'd be so many places open at 1 a.m. or whatever. And that yeah. is not the case at all. So here's this magical place that has awesome different type of food that they're open from like 8 p.m. till midnight, 1, 2 a.m. And I'm, I got tired of going to Taco Bell and Subway all the time when it was 11 p.m. <laughs> or something. Um, so I I fell in love. It was like this uh, that Seinfeld episode where Kramer gets like addicted to this chicken place. My roommate uh-huh. tells me because my roommate's like 39 he's like older much older than me so he's still in like the old world and knows a lot of these old older tv shows i mean i watched seinfeld but he was like you're like kramer like he was a chicken place and um so i started going there again and it, it was a real addiction i was getting it every night wow and the best thing happened to me last night i got food poisoning from them oh, oh no, no. Oh. really bad and it was funny because before i got the food I remember just thinking as I'm like, I put in my order because they take a while. It's not a fast food place. They take a while. I put in my order. And I'm, as I'm walking to my car, I'm like, man, I've been going here a lot. I can like, what if I died from this food? What if like <laughs> something happened? Like in a weird way, like what my, my love is what killed me. And and when I got there, like they also had a dog like on the, you know, like they, the guy got a new dog or whatever, a little puppy. And I was like, don't have your dog near food. Like what is the, you know? And so I go home and I'm eating my food and I wake up at 3 a.m. And, you know, I had to do the whole business of like, I weirdly kind of enjoy getting food poisoning in the sense that <laughs> it's cool to see the body do what it's supposed to. It's yeah, a reset. to get rid of it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, like, I, cause I knew like, I feel really shitty now, but I kind of enjoy once you get it out of your system, how your body immediately feels better. Yeah. And it's yeah. like, Oh, that's kind of cool that our body is like, is like a, like a machine yeah. <laughs> program to do this thing, you know, like in a weird way, I kind of enjoy that stuff. But I was like, this is the best thing to happen. Cause I don't feel like going there anymore. Yeah. <laughs> I am done with that place. So, and I needed that. Cause I was Did you write a bad time. review. Um, I'm gonna I'm gonna change my five star review to a four star, uh, but I'm not gonna mention why because I don't want to die from the moment. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I don't want to know because I I I I went there so often they know me by name. Like I'm I'm good buddies with the cashier dude. Like we talk about MMA all the time and stuff. So he he they'd see my review. Actually, you know what? I'm not gonna change my review. I think I'm just gonna leave it alone. I'm just gonna, <laughs> I think I'm just gonna just go steer clear for a while. We have, um, we deal with, uh, through my work, we deal with a lot of, um, HVAC clients, HVAC owners and stuff. Um, and they're like very rough around the edges kind of people. And the same way, like we've multiple times we've had to stop, uh, these, these business owners from just ripping into their former customers because they left them a bad review. Um, like we had, we had one guy, one of the guys even said like, well, you get what you pay for, like implying she had, this person had bought a cheap system from them and that's what she got. And it's like, well, you, you don't say that. You, like, you can't put that online for everybody to see. Yeah. I just love that. The, this idea, like the, the, the wrong, the, the guy that's like meeting everyone that like the customer comes and it's the first line of contact and it's the worst type of person that you could have in that role. Like don't give him access to the Yelp account. Like <laughs> where he can start threatening people. Like, don't you know this from like, cause it's like, yeah. I'm assuming family run operated, you know, yeah. they're, they're, they're from, um, I, I don't know where they're from, but like, they're clearly like the, it's the younger 
you know, third, fourth generation kids running mm-hmm. like the, the, while their parents are like with their secret recipe making the food or whatever. Yep. And it's just oh. kind of funny. It's like, is the dad like the one harassing everyone? Like, <laughs> get him off. Like, what are you doing? <laughs> just hilarious to me. Nice. Okay. What else uh, you got, Tito? Um, um, I, I work in post production in, in LA and June and July was insane because, um, there's, we call them temples, like major things that we have to do, like um, the MTV Movie Awards and all this stuff was happening. It all took place at the same time. Uh-huh. And finally, August and September looks like it's much... Um, I, ju- I just got out of like a super busy summer, and I haven't had a vacation, so I'm kind of enjoying now like a little bit more free time, kind of getting back into gaming, because I was in a gaming funk for, for a good while. Uh-huh. Like a, a long enough one where I'm like, am I slowly getting out of gaming? Because one, I'm much like Corey and Eric mentioned how gaming is very much social now, especially with Eric. Yeah. It's like the social thing now. It doesn't, he doesn't care what he's playing. He just needs social time with his friends to do something. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't have anyone anymore, really. Like the guy I usually play with is on the East coast and we're kind of slipping further apart from like our gaming habits because um, I helped him build a computer. He's very much, a lot of my friends are very much casual gamers uh-huh. Um, just council users and stuff and we played so much often that he's like i wouldn't be opposed to building a computer that way we can keep playing and stuff since he uses it so much but it's very clear he doesn't he doesn't care about he he's barely used his pc and i you know i, I kind of don't feel bad because i'm not the one that made him pay for it but yeah i helped him build it and all this stuff and it you know it was a little over a thousand dollars and this thing he doesn't use very often uh-huh. and now we don't really play too much now and i'm like shit i don't really have many people to play with now and i just kind of i don't care what i'm playing i just want to hang out with friends yeah yeah and so now i'm just like shit like I, there's and i'm getting tired i'm getting old you know like i used to yeah. like stay awake all night on a whim you know just like oh oops like i didn't go to bed <laughs> um but now I'm, I'm like i when it hits like 10 30 like I'm, I'm like okay, I'm ready to to hit the hay, you know. Yeah. And I've become a workaholic too, so I'm just like, I guess that's a good problem because hopefully that means I'll move up. But yeah, but my gaming habits are are slowly kind of dying, but they've kind of come back, especially with No Man's Sky. I've been playing a lot of that, um, and uh, Nino Kuni, which I'll talk about a little later. Okay, yeah, it's uh, it's funny too, Tito. I can totally relate to what you're saying. Um. It's funny, like what what game will surprise you and sort of bring you back in? Yeah, yeah. And for me, for me, it was Nino Cooney, really. Um, but I guess we'll talk more about that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, don't worry, Tito. Corey and Eric hate games too. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, you get it. Yeah, you understand. Yeah. yeah. All right, what do you got, Will? Uh. So I have a question for people who have made this because uh, I don't remember. How much does the drive from New York to Florida suck? Oh, it's terrible. Um, I've it's terrible. I did it a few times. It's it's fine. It's fine. Oh, There's I, nothing to look at except traffic. So I'm actually going to be making it. Um, what day? Thursday. Wait, what is September, this? Again? Thursday, September sixth. You're, you're driving from New York to Florida. Yeah, so long story short, my friend who's in the army, uh, I'm really good friends with, and we're talking, and they want their car, uh, and I've been complaining about not having taken a vacation this summer, because of work, I worked a ton, um, 
So my friend paid for my flight back. My hotel room is going to pay for my food and gas to drive their car down to Florida for them. So I'm like, why not? I'll do yeah. this. So um, that's that's my plan for the 6th of September. Um, Where in Florida? Are you going to pay for your time? Pensacola. Okay. Um, what's that, Corey? Is he going to pay for your time? I don't... Like, the the, the drive? Yeah, the time no. it's going to take you to do that. No, why not? Why, why does that matter? Time is money. I don't care. Yeah, you, yeah you're making things happen, Will. you got to charge guess. that. Will, just bring a ton of podcasts or audiobooks or well, something. You'll have a grand old time. Well, I was actually... Because I was saying to her, I was like, yeah, like, I've been looking for a road trip um, podcast. I can actually probably record thumbstick athletes while i'm driving like a radio that'd be know? awesome like that'd I, be so cool so <laughs> like i i could do it if the traffic isn't crazy um so I, honestly like I'm, I'm really excited so yeah and like you have I said, to give I mean, updates you have to give updates on the little spots you hit on your way to florida like yeah. the backwoods areas of, of certain places well, and the weird adventures you get where you found an old mansion and <laughs> you well, went in and crazy people are there so <laughs> Tito, being you're from Florida. Yeah, I grew up in Florida. What's Pensacola like? Do you know? I gr- I grew up in like the Tampa area, so there's not much going on in Pensacola. And I would say head <laughs> over to Destin if you can, because Destin's beautiful, apparently. Okay. And it's not. I don't think it's too far from Pensacola, Destin. But that's okay. a very popular spot that people like to go to. That's kind of like pretty and good beaches and stuff like that. Hmm. Yeah, so I'm excited. Like I said, I haven't seen my friend since she went into basic, so it's gonna be it's gonna be a fun trip. I'm really excited. Uh, get a you know weekend off. It's funny though. I took the first week of school off from work because I didn't have a school schedule made. So to not kind of screw over work, I took that first week off so they couldn't really depend on my hours. Uh, and then I told my manager, I'm like, hey, like I had this trip uh, this weekend. Is alright if I do it? And he's like, yeah, go for it. So today. I worked, and it's my last shift until September 13th, I think. Yeah, September 13th, so I I don't have to work until then. So I'm really excited. Yeah. Yeah, I drove drove straight from uh, Jacksonville, Florida, home here Mm -hmm. through the night. It wasn't too bad. Now, in your opinion, when's a good time to... Because I don't think there's a good time to leave for a drive to Florida. Honestly, I would plan it so that you leave, like, so you drive through the night and get there in the morning. That's what I would do. Okay, so actually, this is what I was thinking. Um, Because she doesn't get out until 4 from class, because she works in AIT. I don't know what that is. It's intelligence. I don't know. So I was thinking of leaving at noon Thursday and getting there, I think, 6 a.m. is where, because it's 18 hours to Pensacola. Yeah, that's what I would do. Get there, I'd find a place to sleep and sleep for a few hours. That's what I would do. Well, can you check into the hotel if or does you have, do you have to wait a certain time? You have to wait until it's usually after like three is one mm. or two when you can check into a hotel. Gotcha. Okay. Just fi- find a Walmart parking lot and sleep in the car. Okay. Although it's probably hot. It's <laughs> the only thing. Yeah. What What are you gonna do once you get there? Sleep. All right. Oh, you know what, Will? You're lucky because what? because you're going to Pens- Pensacola and not like. Orlando or something like that. You can take 81 all the way to Knoxville. That, okay. That's the wrong way, Corey. What? That's the wrong way. 
Knoxville's in, we- Knoxville's in western Tennessee. I'm looking at the map. He goes right through Oh, it. no. Knoxville's eastern Tennessee. I'm sorry. Memphis is western Tennessee. <laughs> okay. I think we usually yeah. got on 95 before before that, before like Johnson does it, City. Does it go on to I-75 at all? I don't remember. I but don't. It's been many years. 59, it's 85 to 59 to 65, and then it looks like he's there. Okay. Okay. Oh, so it's really, it's not much of a, it's just straight, a couple yeah. of highway changes. Pretty much, yeah. And you don't have to do, so what sucks about 95 is you have to go, PC. yeah, you have to go through all that, Baltimore. And... Okay, so. I think, I think you should do a detour stop somewhere, somewhere definitely. cool. Yeah. I was told. Will, how about this? Yeah. I'm going to drop a pin right now on the map. Somewhere along your route. <laughs> you have to get out and take you're gonna pictures. Have to, you're going you to have to visit. You have to, okay. t- you have to get out, take pictures, and then pee in the grass somewhere around that area. <laughs> and prove it. Take pictures and prove it. Yeah. All right. That. I'll let you pick the state. And I will kind of want you to pick Alabama. <laughs> Do I go through Alabama? Yeah. <laughs> okay, okay, Alabama. Well, reefer saying Atlanta. <laughs> <laughs> I want to kind of get it on your route a little I bit. Want to see, so. Chilton County, Alabama. The backwoods Chilton. area. Isn't that Sounds out like of the way, area. though? Well, you're on your way to Thorsby, Alabama. <laughs> Thorsby, Alabama. Okay. Population of almost 2,000. So like the size of Newark Valley. Where you grew up. So you'll feel right at home. Yeah. We got to get something about history. They're going to chase you out of town if they see your New York license plates, though. Well, and her her car is like a 2017 Corolla or something like that. Like, it's pretty nice. So it's, <laughs> they're going to be like, what is this person not driving a truck? There is one notable, notable person for, from Thorsby, and it's Jackie Burkett, former NFL center. Okay. Uh. So you, you know what? Maybe I'll put that location just in my GPS, get there, and then put the Pensacola address from there. Man, Pensacola is way further out than I thought on the panhandle. But yeah, you are close to Destin, so I recommend heading up and checking out Destin. Okay. I hear it's really uh, pretty there. Okay. Yeah, so that's my very random adventure I'll be taking. Um, nice. That's yeah. cool, though. I'm jealous. I can't really do stuff like that anymore. Or can and you, I? And you know what? I never really have done something like that. Um, I'm actually honestly surprised her parents are letting me do this. Well, they don't have to do it, so. Yeah, but... All right, Dan. Say one of your kid's friends offers to drive your vehicle 18 hours across the country. Are you okay with it? No. Yeah. Absolutely so, not. Yeah, Is it a so, nice car? Yeah, it's pretty yeah. nice. Uh, so if I if I die on the way. What kind of car did you say it was? I think it's a twenty seventeen Corolla. I said a nice car. It's not like it's <laughs> nicer than it's newish. Newish, <laughs> yeah. My babe magnet Honda Civic. Yeah. <laughs> it look I'll take a picture of it because I'm actually gonna have it for the weekend, so Nice. But, cool. yeah. 
Um, what else? Um, Va- Valerie makes a good point. You should listen to S Town on your way to Alabama. That would be kind of cool. What's S Town? It's a a podcast series. Um, about uh, it essentially is about it. I think it's from um, you know, Serial. Did you ever hear about Serial? Yes. Yeah. It's kind of like from the same group of people from like This American Life, but it, it goes over this guy that's from Alabama who's a, a he's a character like a real life character um and just kind of it deals with like a i can't even remember i think it was like a murder that took place like in a small alabama town or something like that it's, it's think, awesome it's a cool podcast i think eric talked about it a while yeah, ago he listened to it yeah he, he, okay. he enjoyed it. it's good s town s town okay so i'm gonna Shit write that <laughs> I'll write that down, and then, Corey, what was the location again you want me to stop at? Thorsby. Thorsby, Alabama. T-H-O-R-S-B-Y. Fill up on gas there. How about that? Thorsby, Alabama, and S-Town. It's like when I went to Muddy Gap, Wyoming. I'm probably going to get there in the middle of the night. It's all right. Even better. Yeah. Add, add the element of danger <laughs> in your stop. So you guys say I should avoid D.C. and Baltimore, yeah? Yeah, true. You will For be, traffic yeah. Wise, yeah. Okay. You definitely want to do that, because uh, D.C. especially is awful to drive in. Unless okay. you're going through there in the middle of the night, but it's less trafficy. but everyone drives super fast. How far is it from, like, hours from here to D.C.? Because if I leave at noon, I'll be there six, at... Seven, six. Okay, so I'll be there. But if you're... I think, like Corey said, if you take 81 down... I didn't realize how far west in Florida you were talking about. Yeah. yeah. Corey's right. You probably do want to go to Knoxville and then south from there. Okay. Yeah, if that avoids a lot of crazy traffic, I'm all right with that. I don't love highway driving, which is weird because this is going to be all highway driving. So... doesn't have to be. You could do all back roads if you wanted. Yeah, man. Back roads. You that's, can, the, that's the adventure. You, you can enter do that in GPS now. Will, make it your goal. No tolls. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't want a single toll. God, no. I remember uh, back, actually, Tito, when I, when I was in L.A. doing my internship, I had one of those old school uh, GPS, Garmin yeah, GPS yeah. units. And at one point, I had accidentally turned off, uh, or I had set it to show me only routes without tolls and i didn't realize it for the longest time until one day like i was trying to go somewhere that i knew was only like 15 minutes away but it was telling me it was going to take like 40 or something like that and i'm like wait a minute something's not right it those are the best wonder how much lost time nice yeah so dan yeah. i would suggest for that thursday we definitely have a guest in case yeah, yeah. Don't worry about it. So we'll, we'll get it taken care of. Well, I, I definitely want to try and <coughs> try and be on it. So yeah, yeah. The problem is, depending on where you are, you're probably going to be hitting spots where you don't, you have little to no phone service. Exactly. So if you're, you know, in the mountains of of Virginia or whatever, you're probably not going to have great service. West Virginia, because I, I feel like I feel like eighty one takes you through like really windy it gets really windy down on your like on your way to tennessee 
Mm. It's been a while since I've been that way, but I think it does get really windy and narrow. I'll tell you what, though. If I could kill two hours doing a podcast while doing this, that would be incredible. Yeah, that will, we will definitely try. So You could probably play some mobile games, too. I don't, you know, just be careful. I was going to play Dragon Ball Z on my drive. I was just kidding, but... <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to. Please don't. <laughs> I would never. <laughs> I don't want to die in somebody else's car. If it was my personal car, you know, whatever, but... We almost, um... <clears throat> when we were buying our car, we almost bought one of those ones that has the augmented reality windshields. Oh, nice. What? And I'm wondering, like, how long until we'll be able to watch things on those mm-hmm. augmented reality. As long as the car drives itself, in that case, that would be okay. Yeah, but I feel like if it was, like, kind of in the corner, I could still drive and watch some Dragon Ball Z or something, you know? Oh, Here's the thing. You can... You might be able to. I see too many people like just not even looking at the road and driving by on my street at like 50 miles an hour in a a 30. What what would you want? Like if you did get in a crash, what do you want people to find that you were watching? (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Driving safety videos. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, Emergency maneuvers. I don't know. Definitely not Dragon Ball Z. I'm just gonna yeah, be honest. I'm just gonna be honest. Porn. Yeah. That, I mean, I feel like that's the only thing you could say that would be like, okay, yeah, he was distracted <laughs> while he was driving. Everyone would get it, you know. Yeah. Like, yep. okay. Picture the state police officer being like, no, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay. yeah. See this a lot. <laughs> <laughs> All right, everyone, move along. No, nothing to see. <laughs> nothing to see. All right, let's get into what we played. I, Dan, I gotta bounce. Gotta, I'm sorry. Gotta peace out. That's fine. Yeah. But uh, thanks for having me on, Tito. Yeah. Good, to, good to chat with you. Sure. Later, guys. Later, Corey. All right, Tito, we'll start with you. What do you got going on other than Monster Hunter? Um, so I'll start with uh, No Man's Sky mm-hmm. just because um, I've been really enjoying that. I, I'll probably be not playing it as much now that um, I kind of got back into the, the Monster Hunter uh, itch. And then Nino Cooney is yeah. a big reason why, too. But uh, that's been a lot of fun. Uh, no Man's Sky. I'm still enjoying hitting up Reddit and seeing what people are posting. Um, I kept my old save. Did you start a new save? I have my old one, old one still, uh, but I didn't know like what was going on, so I did want to start over so I could kind of have an idea of what I what I was you know working on. I yeah. had no idea. I didn't know the stuff I had. Like I remembered very little about the game. Um, I kind of wish I started a new save because I kept my old one because there's like. It's still kind of uh, buggy in terms of I can't get the max like exosuit slots because uh, it's an issue with old legacy saves, essentially. So I thought I had maxed out all my slots, but it turns out I'm well under and I can't max them out until they fix that issue. So that was kind of a a bummer for me. But um, what I'm trying to focus on now is building a base. I just really wish I had that like mentality like I that and that creativity to like build something really cool like yeah. that I see on Reddit or whatever. I'm like, I, you know, all I have right now is like a couple of pieces of of wood uh-huh. in a rectangle. <laughs> That's my base. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I couldn't figure out how to do like how to start the base building. Yeah, it's um, you gotta build like a the base computer. It's next. It's one of those like you know where you can build your save point and your refinery. Yeah. 
Yeah. Um, it's it's one of those. Once you build it there, then it gives you the menu option. You have, I think you have to hit up on your D pad. Okay. And the, and then it can, you get all the components. And the way it works is you have to get those um, blueprint modules that are underground. If you get the blueprint modules, then um, you can build a blueprint analyzer. Is this right? Am I getting this confused? Um, sounds, right. sounds right. Yeah, I think you can use the blueprint analyzer to then learn new things you can build for the base. Okay. Um, because there's a lot of stuff um, that you can make. And, and that's how you kind of get the different pieces that you can make. And there's a quest line attached to it, too, which is really cool. Um, I think the big the big thing that helped with the game is that them adding quest lines for different things, you know, with yeah. the, the the freighters and the frigates and stuff. That's it would be cool. Like I can see in the future, they just make that even more of its own game. Yeah, you know, like really tuning like freighter and frigate battles and stuff like that, and trying to get S class versions of frigates. You know, where you have an armada. And yeah, like, I thought that I thought that part was really cool and really yeah, well done. It's awesome. I want I aspire to because ha- I, I did the creative mode uh, so I could just go in and buy all that stuff just so I could experience it briefly before I we, d- we did it for the episode. But I would like to, like, actually earn that myself, you know? Yeah, I would. That's why I didn't do creative mode. I kind of wish there was a, a just a medium like, yeah. like that's like I don't want everything given oh. to me free, but I do kind of want like. I wish they kind of fine tune like because some of the components you need like 250 uh, pureite or pure ferrite dust or whatever, mm-hmm. and that's a that's not a little bit you know for just yeah. one component of a base you know to have that much. So I've been using the I don't know if you're aware of it, but the dupe duplication glitch. Mm-hmm. Uh, I heard I read about it. When familiar thing with yeah. this? Um, so I use that just for my base stuff. Um, I use it for a bunch of other stuff too, to make like a lot of money and stuff. And, um, it didn't ruin the gaming experience so much for me. Um, but it, it helps with, um, I just set like the way it works is you, you have like three refineries next to each other. And it's, if they're close proximity, whatever you put in the middle shows up in the other two. Um, and then you just keep pulling from the middle one and it just keeps showing up. Um, so I leave it there with like carbon or ferrite dust or whatever. And then I just start building whatever. And then once I run out, I just go back to the refinery and just load up. Um, because I don't want everything given to me for free. I still want to work for it. And even the duplication glitch, you you need, you need a certain amount. Like you need, you need, um, at least one of the thing to dupe it. Right. So you still have to do some farming. You find it, right? And but then it just kind of makes it so you're not spending hours. Because I mean, it's it's farming heavy. That game is, you can really spend waste or not waste, but it takes a long time to farm materials in that game. Yeah, you know. And it, it, I enjoy it because you kind of get lost in what you want to do. But um, I, I've been doing that with No Man's Sky. I've been I've been enjoying it. It's it's it's, it's a cool game. I'm glad they fixed it. You know, it's a it's a good relaxing game too. Like yeah. Just chilling and gathering it, resources. I don't know if it was you guys or it was someone mentioned it's the perfect game to just play with a you know a six pack of beer or something. Yeah. You got the whole day to you. Yeah. It's, you're right next to you and just kind of spend the next eight hours playing. Yeah. Um. So, but that leads me into I saw my cousin bought Nino Cooney on Steam. So, um, he really bought it for me. Let's be honest, because. <laughs> nice. uh, I was like, I don't know what he's been doing, but I've just been playing that game a lot, and I enjoyed the first game. I know a lot of people had problems with like the battle, the battle system in the first one, but um, I was really um, hyped up to play the second one. I didn't, I wasn't sure if I 
I wasn't sure if I was going to like it because I didn't care too much about the characters. I'm a big character person and story and stuff. And when I first heard about the game, I kind of decided, ah, like, I'm not in, in love with the main character or whatever. But I've been playing it. I have 30 some hours, I want to say. Mm-hmm. And it's great. It's a great game. Yeah. Really cool. So the art style is beautiful and everything. I love yep. it. And the, one, the battle system is a lot better. Too, yeah, so. that's what I have to revisit. Did you uh, take Corey's advice and up the difficulty? Yeah. There's difficulty levels. Okay. Yeah. That I, makes it more I challenging and interesting. Yeah, I, heard, I kept hearing how easy it was. So I even hard isn't super hard. Okay. You know, so I'm almost at the point like and I really appreciate that they did this is increasing the difficulty isn't just so that you know, they have more health and it's harder but you get better items too and it increases the rarity of, of things you get um that's cool so um yeah i might switch to expert mode at some point if it's still kind of like oh this is still pretty easy but um yeah it's cool the part i'm at right now is i just visited the casino town and kind of finished that oh uh, okay yeah that part so yep that was that was pretty sweet who did you? Who, I I wasn't aware you played it. I, I yeah. Really I got play. I got thirty five, thirty six hours into it. Who do you uh, I, control. What's that? Character? Who do you normally choose to control as a character? Who's like? Is there a favorite that you um, normally like to take battle stuff? I feel like I just play as the king. King. Okay. Uh, Evan. Uh, who's king. Evan? Yes. Thank yeah, you. Yeah. I forgot his name. Yeah, I feel like I just control him. Uh, maybe uh, maybe I did the guy with the gun a few times too. Uh, Roland, I hate the Roland. names. They're yeah, s- the names <laughs> yeah, are. Yeah, Roland, silly. like it was a problem I had in the first game too. Like uh, either the names or the character. Like the in the first game there was this guy that was really shady looking, but he was like the third main character, like like a little Jufro thing, and he had a pistol, or whatever. I was just like, <laughs> and he had like a scrappy. I was like, this guy looks like a hobo that's dangerous <laughs> that this kid shouldn't be dealing with. Like, what is this? Um, but yeah, I hate like I. I mean, I like the characters, but the names could do some work. I wish they're more interesting. But I normally control Tanny. Um, okay. I just fell with her immediately. She reminds me of Aloy a little bit. So I could see that. Yeah. So I usually fight with her. Mm-hmm. But yeah, it's just, it's a great game. I just love it. Cute. Yeah. Some of the the storyline stuff is you know childlike, like how simple they solve their problems. Like, yeah, like I, I keep um, thinking that there's going to be like, uh, I don't know if it's like a, a Japanese and American storyline thing or writing, but like I anticipate like raising the stakes in a situation, but that does not happen yeah. in the story. <laughs> it's just like nicely and neatly figured out, and everyone's happy. So. Yeah. But sometimes it, that's good to have, you know. So yeah, it's, sure. it's it's different from what we're used to. Yeah. Okay. Um, uh, that's about it. That's, that, those are the three games. Um, no Man's Sky, Nino Kuni, and Monster Hunter World. Okay. Uh, what about you, Will? Anything, uh, anything you playing? Well, honestly, I don't think I played any more um, Octopath since we last, last chatted. Um, I've been... I have not just have not been playing anything really. I gotta I gotta finish Octopath. I gotta play Hollow Knight and finish that up. The DLC for that just came out I think today. Um, I need to play Dead Cells because I forgot to mention this off the top, but Reefer was kind enough to send me a Switch code for it, nice. uh, which is which is Ooh. awesome. So yeah, so now I have that to play, uh, and I definitely plan to get to it. 
Um, I do want to go play like Frostpunk and Battletech and Nino Cooney, God of War. Uh, I'm I'm behind. Yeah. So I gotta I catch up. You. Okay. Uh, I'm also still playing Octopath Traveler. I'm actually going through and trying to do some of the side missions that I missed out on uh, when I was just mostly doing story stuff or, or grinding. So I kind of want to tie up all the, a lot of those loose ends before I advance in the story. I'm still partway through the chapter three uh, storylines. I might have done half of them if I had to guess. Uh, I didn't play... I haven't played that since probably late last week. Uh, over the weekend, I played Super Mario Brothers on my NES Classic, which was jarring, to say the least. Uh, it's just weird to ha- run out of lives in a game and have to start over from the beginning. And I, like I knew that was the case, but it's just been so long since I've played a game like that that uh, yeah, it was just it was just very weird. But uh, definitely cool. I definitely like playing it with the actual old Square Nintendo controller too, because uh, we have it on our Wii U. But it's just not. It doesn't feel the same playing it on the Wii U as it does playing it on the actual Square NES controller that I have right Ooh. here, which is fantastic. That's um, awesome. So yeah, I played that. I downloaded uh, Reigns for my for my phone because, uh, as I said earlier, they're coming out with the Game of Thrones version. So uh, Reigns, I kind of only had a root, uh, rough understanding what it was, but it's basically it's a it's a game where you play as a king and you have four different meters you control. It's um, religion, uh, people, uh, military and money, and you have to keep those meters in the middle. If it gets too high or too low, your king gets gets killed. And it's just a game where like a card will pop up with a character on it. It'll be like uh, someone you have in your core or someone asking for something. And you swipe yes for or swipe left for or swipe right for yes, left for no. However it works. Tinder. Uh, to, Got it. T- it's that's it's awesome. Tinder. It's it, that's exactly right. It's it's Tinder for um, <laughs> they tricked you <laughs> for 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 uh, uh, like a RPG. Uh, but it's really interesting because you, 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 you know, the every year, like the years go by uh, and your king will die and you'll continue on. So some of the stuff that, that you did as, as a king you will continue on to the next one. Sometimes you just have to start over. I love um, stuff like it, that. There's, yeah, it's it's really well done, really cool. I would definitely suggest suggest everyone play it because it's, it's very neat. Um, as the dog starts barking and interrupts me. Um, but yeah, it's it's neat. There's also Reigns Her Majesty, which you play as a queen instead of a king. I don't know how the game differs, but I, I'll I'll probably get that at some point too. It's a mobile game. Yeah, mobile. I I think it's on Steam even. Oh wow. Yeah, uh, I I don't know if I would play it on Steam, but it's definitely a good yeah. good mobile game. I played it for like an hour today, and I I do not play mobile games like at all. So, uh, yeah, that was that was good stuff. Um, Have you heard about? I I wanted to ask about because I just learned about this um uh, valve's own version of a card game yeah i just know the a few details about it i know it, it wasn't people didn't love that at first but i think people are starting to come around to it. i know yeah. about it. i finally like saw like i i did not know about this at all but apparently it's been i mean it's it's not out it's not released yet but right. they've been working on it the past year where some some lucky individuals have been able to play it and I finally, they finally showed some gameplay of it. It looks actually kind of interesting. I might, I might look into it when they finally release it. Okay. I, I don't even know what it's called. I should let me look it up. <laughs> interested. Yeah. But uh, Will, are you aware of this? 
I am not actually. Oh. I yeah, was I... kind of surprised by this news, but they had videos uh, this past week of some some people showcasing it. Um, animation looks cool, the graphics and all that, but it's like their own Hearthstone essentially. Uh, Geeker Shrew says artifact. Artifact? Yeah, that yeah. sounds right. Yeah, because I think they announced that. They announced that, yeah, Valve is going to start making games again. And then they announced this game, and people were like, oh, come on. Yeah. You know, <laughs> and they're expecting a new portal or a new Half Life or something like that. And I, I still think um, the only time we're going to get a Half Life game is is when there's a new, like, tech. Yeah. Because uh, when Half Life 2 came out, that was the first game that had like a physics system in it. Uh, like I remember, because okay. before then, you know, anything that was like on a counter or whatever was like part of the world. Yep. And I remember like the tech demo showcasing with Half Life Two of like everyone's mind was blown when like <laughs> you can shoot something off, you can grab anything. If it looked like you can pick it up, you can pick it up. Okay. You know, the paint buckets. So, and I feel like that that's what they want to do with Half Life Three is like yeah. they have something new to introduce, and that's the only time there's going to be Half Life Three coming out. And you would think that would be VR, but I don't think um, VR is there yet for them to like wow people with, and yeah. maybe they're, they're still waiting on something else. Yeah, I hope you're right. That's, that's my theory. Is that's what they've been waiting for is something to wow everyone with. Mm-hmm. Will and we get a new Left for Dead too. though? <laughs> yeah, I don't know. Maybe Valve just is going to stop it too. You know, no, they don't know. They don't know the number three. That'd be cool if that was our thing. Yeah, like at this point, though, yeah, it's been so long. Like, maybe they just didn't know how they wanted to end it, too, and they're like, you know what? Oh, well. Yeah. I did enjoy the story a lot. Uh, Reefer in the chat says Cyberpunk is officially playable start to finish. Wow. That's, That's exciting news. I, I st- I'm, I'm still having a hard time just because I want to play it so much, you know. It still right. feels so far away. By the way, yeah, I, I yeah it does. I'm I'm trying not to trying to not to get excited for it because that just ends up being a problem. Yep. All right. Feedback. So we got a couple. All right. So this is from Tate, who says, "Hey guys." So first off, I want to say that my gaming funk is back with a vengeance, and I hate my life because of that. Mostly it is because I am so damn busy with work and other things that I don't have time to sit down and enjoy anything for any good amount of time. It sucks. I hate adulting. Uh, Monster Hunter, do you guys know if it will be cross-platform between PC and Xbox? If so, whenever any of you really want to get into it, I would be more than happy to play with you guys uh, and help you all make sense of things quickly. It's a freaking awesome game and is so fun to play with friends. When you get a group of four friends hunting together and you each have different weapons uh, and ways of helping each other is a blast. Then planning and equipping for different monsters together is also a blast. I encourage you all to find time and really dive into it. Give the time because I promise you won't be disappointed. I prefer to use the bow or a great sword. Uh, when I'm needed to damage, I go with the great sword, but there will be many times when all four of us will you be using bows because you need to steer clear of whatever monster we are fighting. The hammer is also really fun to use. Uh, the game I would like from last week is the Banner Saga. Thanks, guys. Have a great week. Um, he also added an addendum onto that. He says, sorry, guys, I forgot a couple things I wanted to comment on. Don't count this as a separate feedback, but a continuation. First, I wanted to weigh in on Will's recent love of working out in just as long Under Armour leggings without shorts. <laughs> And not sure if they really are Under Armour. Or that, that's just what I use, but it's neither here nor there. 
Will, don't let people make fun of you just for wearing those. I have two friends I played with in college that are now in the NFL that would do team conditioning 40 times in just their leggings. Not saying I would ever do it, but I see no problem with it if you were working out. Now, if you were just to just wear that as your normal garb, then you are asking for it. That's my take <laughs> on the leggings. Personally, I wear shorts over leggings when I work out. Anyways, enough about that. The second thing I wanted to say, I'm getting really excited about Life is Strange 2. I really want to get No Man's Sky on my Xbox, but not until it's on sale for $30 or less. It drives me nuts. That's $50 on Xbox. There's my piece, Taterade out. Thanks, Tate. Uh, Monster Hunter crossplay. I don't believe there's crossplay for Monster Hunter. I don't Hunter, think. Right? I don't think so either. No. Yeah, I have not heard of it uh, being a thing. I would like for it to be a thing. That would be great because I know Will has it on Xbox. I do. Right, Will and Eric. Mm-hmm. Uh, despite uh, did, Eric didn't play it at all either, did he? I think you just guy you guys bought it because you could split it, right? I want to say he might have played a little bit, but I don't know not, if he ever did. But he might not. Have. I don't think he's ever talked about it. Yeah. So yeah, we bought a game and never played it. (laughs) You've probably bought a few games and never played them, right? Story of my life, yeah. Um, in terms of playing with uh, multiple people, it it is pretty fun. I I can't say though that it's it's a game where there's like a lot of teamwork going on. There's probably there probably is that potential, but it's not like something where there's not like link up play. Yeah. You know, but but more so that. um like a good example though is like you you being a hunting horn and everyone kind of specking themselves out knowing that you have these certain skills i'm sure there there is some some cool stuff you can do with like because i had a friend who was like interested in like playing with me and my friend um but when i kind of told them so far from my experience that it's not something that like there's not like teamwork like pure teamwork from skills like linking up and stuff maybe there is i just don't know but like multi-character combos and stuff. Yeah, there, there's not so much that stuff, but I mean, there's ways to take advantage of, of what you know. Like, I'm sure there's there's that stuff in. I, I just want to make sure that that's something I notice about, um, you know, the having three or four players. There's not like a cool kind of like, oh, you can link up with this his combo finishing move, and that you know, there's there's yeah. not so much that. But okay. there's there are there are ways to take advantage of you know certain things that some players can do. Yeah. But I I do recommend Dan uh, definitely going into some joining some people's parties with your hunting horn and just yeah. everyone falling in love with you. Yeah. <laughs> just <laughs> I do enjoy I, that. I'll never I'll never mind that. That sounds fantastic. <laughs> um, Will, you got some confirmation on on your leggings? Yeah. When I said that leggings. I. I go places wearing leggings. It wasn't that I consciously put them on to go places. It's I just finish at the gym. I need to pick up something. Yeah, if you have to run into the store real quick. Yeah, I'm not going to go through the effort to change my whole attire just to please people. You're not going to go to the mall to try to pick up chicks in your leggings. Yeah, I'm not doing this as a as a. You know what? It's it's my 2018 statement is my leggings, and that's final. Okay. It's my my brave statement. Like it. <laughs> oh, by Just the way, have you heard on it? Will Just own it? Have mm-hmm. any of you heard about male rompers? What is that? <laughs> what? Yes. Wait, what did you say? I, and I only because I think Twitch makes a male romper. 
that's like it looks like boxers on the bottom and it's attached to a like a twitch shirt is this is this broker appropriate i'm at i'm still at work can i search yes. for this safely? Yeah, yeah it's just it's just yeah it's like a it's a onesie with short sleeves and a t-shirt. male romper oh my I god was, i was told i could pull it off and i wasn't sure how to take it that, these actually kind of look cool i'm not gonna lie is that weird for me to say no yeah, this is dope. You should wear this when you go to Florida. I'm looking at one with like flamingos. I'm like, yeah, you should show up with this. That's a Twitch romper. I might get punched if I did that, but I, I'll think about it. Oh, there's one of pizza. I would probably wear the Twitch romper. <laughs> it looks like you're wearing golf shorts with the Twitch logo on it. And then it's like a it's not a collared shirt, but. Reefer has confirmed that I could pull off the male romper. <laughs> there you go. Um, all right, so maybe that'll be my next statement. Yeah, I, I mean, you should do it. Like I said, this just looks like golf shorts and a button-up shirt. You, you have to be careful though, because summer summer is almost over, and these seem very summery. Yeah, I mean, we'll probably get snow within the next month or so. Yeah, you're right. So maybe that's my summer 2019 goal: male rompers. Yeah, maybe. Nah, maybe. They'll, be, they'll be old by then. It's a fad. You're probably right. <laughs> Although, I wonder if the Thumbstick Athletes could make some uh, personal branded male rompers. And leggings. Twitch subscribers? <laughs> probably. You probably could. Anyway, that's interesting. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so that was Tate. Thanks for that, Tate. I'm going to leave this up for right now. Just because I got to read feedback. Okay. Uh, next is from DT Strike. Says, hey, guys, DT here. Longtime listener, first time writing in. I just want to say I love the podcast. Because you guys, I got Octopath, Octopath Traveler. I've been enjoying that game a lot. Only about 15 hours in. I really like what they have done with the game and that it, that it has its own unique feel to it. That being said, I love JRPGs. But it's this unique factor that drove me to this game. And I can honestly say the, that... The most Final Fantasies bore me after about halfway through the game, uh, but there's only been two JRPGs in my lineup for ages that have this factor. I want to know if you guys ever heard of them. The first one being Legends of Dragoon for PS1, and the second being Grandia Extreme for PS2. Anyways, have a great one, guys. DT out. Um, I played Legends of Dragoon on PS1. I believe I ended up beating it. But I, I definitely did play. I don't remember. Thank you. I don't remember that much about it. It was uh, I was in probably, I don't know, eighth, ninth grade when that came out, if I had to guess. Uh, and then Grandia Extreme I've heard of. I have not ever not ever played that. I, isn't Grandia being remastered or re-released or something? Uh, I don't know. But they did just announce that the Langrisser games are being remastered and re-released. Uh, which is kind of an obscure uh, tactical JRPG game. So Let's that was interesting. I haven't heard of those. Yeah, I, I, I feel I, like I, I've heard of Grandia, the series. Yeah, Gr- Grandia Extreme. Uh, Legends of Dragoon. I think there was two of those, too, maybe. You know what? I'll bring up uh, gameplay. Uh, did he say that this was his first time writing in? Yeah. Yeah. yeah he, that's cool. he talked to us a few weeks ago, I think, in the chat. Okay. Awesome. So new, new feedback. Where's he from? Doesn't say where DT strikes from. Let us know where you're, where you're from, DT strike. I usually like to know that. Um, let's see. Legend. Good to hear Dragon. from you. Awesome. 
of Dragoon. Legend of Dragoon. That's like an old classic, isn't it? Yeah. I got a lot the long play here. Uh, after the ad, of course. Uh but yeah, I uh Octopath is 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 great. It's definitely one of my my favorite games of the year. Um uh I found it. Grandia one and two uh H D remasters are going to the Switch and PC. Oh. Okay. So there's that to look forward to. Nice. All right. Uh, next is from Idaho Jake. Says, "Hey guys, I am trying to get back and back get to my backlog of games, so I'm starting Dragon Age Inquisition. I was thinking that for four in February, you should t- pick two fans to join. If you guys win the four in February, fans have to donate ten dollars to the podcast. But if the fans win, they get to pick a game from the game giveaway. Sorry, no this day in gaming history, but I ran out of time. Thanks, guys, and have a great day." Uh, I'm down for for fans joining in on on uh, four in February. Um, I was actually I just went over a few days ago. I went over the list of of the four in February, uh, and I had beaten three of the games. Uh, Corey beat one game, and that was it. That was only only beat games. For <laughs> that was the only participant. And I crossed Corey out because that was when he he retired from the podcast. So, oh yeah, <laughs> he was a casualty of Forum February. So yeah. yeah, but no, I I I plan on doing it again. I because I also have an uh, unbelievably huge backlog, uh, and I, like I've played some of my favorite games from Forum February. Saints Row the Third being one of them. Uh, which I absolutely loved. Uh, Hellblade, which I absolutely loved too, wasn't one of my four February games. And I probably wouldn't have played it otherwise, you know? So, yeah, definitely if people want to join. I like that, that idea. Be, that, that would be great. Please do. We need people to actually beat games in February. Yeah. Uh, we, that doesn't even have to necessarily be an incentive. Uh, you know, just people want to join. That'd be great. So... That's feedback. Let's get to our game giveaway, shall we? So three people? Three, yes. All right. Tate is one. DT Strike is two. Jake is three. Winner. First time writing in. DT Strike. DT Strike. Awesome. Congrats. Um, That's just what happens when you write in. find the five shittiest games. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy! I wish Actually, you were wrong. Um, Green Man, I think it's Green Man Gaming has a, a charity thing that they're doing this week, and you get fifty games. I thought wow. about doing that because there's a few games on there that I want, but the rest would be good uh, game giveaway games. Yeah, sounds sounds good. Like Metal Gear games? Solid Fifty, yeah, and there's some good ones on there. Like Metal Gear Solid Five is on there, which I didn't. If I didn't own, I would you know oh, yeah. I would add oh, it to my yeah. library. Yeah, I got. I was pretty stoked when they um, offered that for a free uh, PlayStation game a couple yeah. months ago. It's a, it's a good one. That game's great. One I want to revisit. Okay. Um. <laughs> Reefer says, "I hope he gets two soundtracks." <laughs> <laughs> two soundtracks. <laughs> they're on. They're on there. <laughs> I love music. <laughs> okay. First game. Number 15. 15. 15 is Men of War Assault Squad Game of the Year. <laughs> I'm sure that it never won any Game of the Year awards, but hey. <laughs> God. Next uh, up. 
Not a good start so far. <laughs> uh, Thoth. <laughs> 86. 86. Uh, 86 is Super Time Force Ultra. That's a good one. Okay. Super Time Force Ultra. Shut the fuck up. Yeah. That's, um, I, just, I just got I, that. I can't believe it. Oh, my God. Oh, uh, I feel, I yeah. feel stupid. <laughs> feel very stupid now. I just got it, too. I never even... Like, I've known about that game for a while, and I never... Go ahead, Will. 145. 145 is Bastion. Ooh. That's a good one. Nice. And 117. 117 is Bit Trip Runner. It's also a one. Okay, so... Your options are Men of War Assault Squad Game of the Year, Game of the Year Edition. Sixty-five is Thoth. Eighty-six <laughs> is. How do you spell that? T H O T H. Yeah, I got to bring that up in the in the chat. Uh, Eighty-six is Super Time Force Ultra, um, Bastion, or Bit Trip Runner are your choices for for games. Runner. Um, I think next week's episode. Well, what's today? Next week's episode will probably be our fall games preview, right? Oh my god! Yeah, yeah. Cool. Um, so, uh, game I know. Thought it has a nine out of ten on Steam. Wow. Um, an abstract shoot 'em up video game created by Jeppe Carlson. Jeff okay. Hay Carlson, former lead gameplay designer of Play Dead Games, Limbo, and Inside. Okay, I got a video up here. It looks like a like a twin stri- twin stick <laughs> shooter almost. Published by Double Fine Productions. Oh, it's Tim Schafer. Wow. Okay. And people really like it, so. Hmm. I th- I think I think we all know which ones he he's picking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, anything else, guys? Before we call it an episode, um, thank you for inviting me. Thanks for thanks for coming yeah, thank on. Thank you. I wish I had thought because I knew you play had played a lot of Monster Hunter. I wish I had thought when we decided to do this episode, like, hey, we should have Tito on. But it didn't. It's a lack of foresight and a lack <laughs> of organization that I didn't ask you sooner. So, ah, uh, no, it's all good. It's all good. Um, it's always a pleasure. Yeah, glad to have you on. Uh, Reefer might be on for next week. Games pre- fall games preview. Um, he wants to come on, so we'll pro- probably do that, right? Right, yeah, Will? Definitely. Uh, and that'll do it for episode 370 of the Thumbstick Athletes podcast. I'm your host, Dan. Will. Tito. Thanks for listening, and get out of my basement. Let's go.